0: Wine Monk Arizona Wine Podcast by Cody Vladimir Burkett. Welcome to another special. Welcome to another special podcast. Uh, no worries. Here, focusing tonight on Nebbiolo, uh, the wine or grape of kings, I guess. Uh, if we could go around, kind of clockwise from me, and introduce everybody again. Uh, everybody here has been in a podcast before, uh, but we've never all done one, all of us together. That may not have dramatically worked. Anyway, uh, you all know me. Oh, I'm Dean Paphanos. Uh, I'm Stephen. <laughs> Emil is going to be sitting in the uh, master chair. Uh,
1: you got to introduce yourself, Emil. Emil Mulvan. <laughs> Hi. I'm Chris.
2: I'm Joe Bashard.
0: So, uh, our first wine for this baseline is going to be. Uh, and then you over from Italy, and Emil, uh, if you want to tell us more about this particular bottle. This is a 1989 Gaia
3: Sparse S-P-E-R-S-S, Barolo. And uh, Gaia is one of the most famous uh, wineries in It's Probably better known for their Barbarescos, uh, but they also make Barolo, which is what we're having. All 100% Nebbiolo. Now what vintage did you say this was again? I'm sorry? What vintage did you say this was again? 1989.
4: 1989.
0: Oh, wow.
5: The aromas. aromas. Just come off as a Nebbiolo.
4: Good
0: time. It's got that classic like sort of tar and roses thing. Well,
3: uh, <clears throat> this one is... Uh, <laughs> Romeo. Quiet. You're on. You're on recording. Um, this this wine uh, is starting to get the brick color, but it still has quite a bit of uh, color depth. Nebbiolo changes color, I think, faster than most wines do. I wonder why that is. It's hard to get color out of Nebbiolo
0: to
2: begin with. It's
0: true, especially in Arizona. Yeah most yeah. of the nebbiolos i've seen in arizona have been ghostly mm-hmm. pale uh i i get comments on the one in the tasting room all the time but we're going to be having that and see it's like oh is this a rose and it's just like no this is just nebbiolo the traditionalists in
3: and uh do not like to drink uh barolo barbaresco, and barbaresco until they're a brick color hmm. uh that's changed some because of the the tendency toward the more modern winemaking styles, mm-hmm. but historically uh, the people in uh, Piemonte would lay the wines down and, fr- and, and, and at home drink wines at 30 or 40 years old. Uh, I think part of the thing is that uh, Barolo uh, through history was a really tannic wine. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they used to soften it some by putting uh, Arnais. Arnais yeah. in it. uh but but because they're they're now using uh, you know French oak and, and more modern the Barolo boys, Barolo boys tepl- in the '80s, right? Yeah, they, uh, right. It, it, it's uh, it's not quite as harsh as it used to be starting off, so it probably ages a little bit faster. Makes sense. <clears throat> It's got a great notes in it? Mm-hmm.
0: It does. It's got, like I was saying earlier, it's got the classic tar and roses thing. Um, but it's also got this really strong, like, uh, almost sage note.
1: There's like a lot of anise and kind of like a, a creamy reductiveness. Mm-hmm. It's really neat. It smells kind of like woodwind instruments. You or you yeah. Great in it's great, yeah.
0: too. I was going to say, I, I, I know think, the yeah, smell. It was yeah. my
1: girlfriend's clarinet. Uh, yeah, I played one
3: so good
0: girlfriends <laughs> or good
3: ex-girlfriends the velvet
1: inside of the case yeah so for those of
3: you who are not used to drinking old wines which is almost everybody yeah. um in italy they frequently compare uh, barolo and uh Tarassi, which uh-huh. is 100 and uh, when they're young they don't really taste a lot alike, but but when they're older, they have a lot of similar characteristics. Uh, huh. And this reminds me, uh, because, you know, I've recently had some good Taurasi. I have some 80, no, I have some 95 Taurasi. We had that 71 we, on New Year's. Yeah, we had that 71 on New Year's. Uh, exactly. We yeah. should do it. an Aglionico podcast then. Yeah. I'm starting to gather those up too. I'm planting a thousand vines. of so I'm I'm betting big time that it's gonna be a, a great grape for this area.
0: I, I definitely think that it is no questions in Wilcox at all. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. and cenoia for that matter. I on principle it so would it work cool. as well if not better here. But no one's tried it yet.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I like, I like it. Like rosy side, I just I like how well it's held up. Oh my God! So it's so like, yes. Yes. There's one. Yeah, yeah. So There's so much character. Joe and told so much me an interesting still.
1: story on the way over about um, our barrel procurement in the last few years. Like, um, you should tell me, tell me, tell it. Tell yeah, it's, it's super Come weird. On. Like Gamba barrels.
2: So Gaia uses pretty much exclusively. As far as I know, they use pretty much exclusively Gamba barrels, which is an Italian cooper that uses French oak, and they're super snobby and. <laughs> I tried to buy one of their barrels, and the guy wouldn't sell me a single barrel because they're just so snobby. He's like, "No, I don't sell one barrel to anyone." And I'm just like, you know, "Give me a break!" So we have not tried a Gamba barrel yet, mm-hmm. but I, I hadn't intended to. What's What's the difference? Um, um, just the it's Cooper's just like a, I I, a, I don't really know what their coopering style is, but apparently, you know, this guy swears by.
3: I think they might be the best barrel maker in the world. Um, they, they've had a lot of trouble with the French because their reputation has gotten so um, high end that a lot of the French people cause them trouble. And there have been several different years when Gamba went to, went to pick up their wood. You know, they, they select all their wood in France, in, in Nevers and Allier and whatever, and they select it, and then it's aged there. And uh, there have been several times that and went to get their wood and it was gone. Some the French had sold it to somebody else.
1: <laughs> yeah, what we, were about wow. was, we were talking about how interesting it is that a cooperage that's cool if working with the right winery that gets this huge name can all of a sudden become snobby enough to not sell a single barrel? Like, it's just kind of an interesting you know, I, uh, process that happens. Joe, Joe
3: told Joe told me this last year. Uh, I, I went to Gamba. It's I've been there one time
2: I, I, I went there in 93.
3: So I mean, my experience as far as contact with them was a long time ago. Um, I don't understand. I mean, from what I knew about them back then, I would think they would have been really excited
2: about selling Joe Barrow.
1: To me, it seems like...
2: Because I'm sure there's some judgment of Arizona in there.
1: Yeah, and, and they can afford to, like, they have really... Well, because, so but it could have been their there.
3: rep. Maybe it's their oh, rep, but not going. Oh, no, it's, it's their course. rep. It's their because rep. Their, yeah. their, their, their rep is a Californian. Yeah. Well, uh, well, that well, that maybe is also,
6: like, vineyards, too, really prize vineyards sometimes want to, like, understand your program and, and what your style is and not just be like... Here's fruit. Oh, you do well with it. If you totally. don't, then it represents them. Right, right. Way.
1: Which comes back to that s- reason I brought the story up, which is like, if you get to a place in your wine world, whether you're making any piece of the wine, um, you can get to a place where you can decide what you want to do with it all right, well, right. Which is kind of interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, these guys made a reputation together, and now they can choose whatever the hell they want. They can tell people, screw you, I'm not you a barrel in Arizona. Right. It's just what it is. Now, <clears throat> well, that being said,
0: uh, speaking of uh, Italian judgments on, on Arizona, uh, your Sangio, uh, do you, you want to tell the story or do I?
1: Oh, God, no, I usually sure. probably know better
0: than yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, this woman who I recorded a <laughs> podcast with who works uh, for a you're in California now, she wants to work out here and she's been trying. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was studying abroad at the, uh, I guess, the wine college or something in Florence, Italy. I was out here visiting. I sent her a bottle of your Sanjo from Cimarron because uh, it was one of the only Sanjos I had in my stash. Because I drink Sanjos almost as soon as I get them, so it's very rare for me to have any. So she's like, I said, take this back to Italy. This is, I think, one of the best Arizona. I'd be interested in hearing back from them and what they think, and then. I guess they emailed you mm-hmm. and said, uh, "I well, I don't remember the email. I guess this is where you can." I can only
1: remember the start, which was the best part, because it said, "Hello, well, my name is Stefano. I work like winemaker in Tuscany." <laughs> which is, <laughs> just, is such a great way to start an email. Yeah, uh, I could,
2: I could relate to him just after that. Line. Yeah, that one. I am like winemaker. I work like winemaker. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Well, <clears throat> but anyway, the, the point was that it was, they thought it was amazing yeah, and were, they were, were really impressed. It was, was
2: nice. Bad. He was he said something about just how much it felt like Sangio from his region and those was nice. Mm-hmm. So I, I took three bottles of their
3: Sangio with me when I went to Italy a couple of months ago and uh, it was a, just a tremendous hit. <clears throat> uh, In fact, all the Arizona Arizona wines I took with me, people were, people were surprised it was so good because they have a very low opinion of California wine. (laughs) I mean, it's it's, it's just the opposite of what you would think here, you know, where people say Arizona, Arizona has wine. Well, the people in Europe have a very low opinion of California. And uh, several winemakers uh, that I talked to uh, had the same made the same comment to me that California has no terroir in their wine. You know, I can totally uh, see that. Yeah, and so that that's their opinion. Whether it's, I mean, obviously that's not true of every California wine. This is I mean, yeah. there's, there's a lot of great California wine. California
2: is the growing region for everything. But 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 the, if it's not a bunch of regions blended together, well, we but, but or overly manipulated because <clears> they <throat> feel like the
3: winemakers manipulate the wine too much and, and destroy the terroir. Well,
1: yeah, I mean Hollywood's there and pop music is there, like it's all the same shit. They're like, if we pump out this perfect thing, everyone's gonna right. like, love it. Right. Right. And it's so yes. <laughs> So anyway, I was very
3: surprised to hear. I mean, uh, the the Italian winemakers in Abruzzo that I talked to. Had a had a pretty strong opinion, and this uh, really top sommelier in uh, in Rome at a restaurant we went to where I was buying great great wine made the exact same comment. Yeah. So I think that's a, a pretty universal.
1: That's the stereotype. Stereotype, yeah. <laughs> and so
3: they they thought that the uh, Arizona wines that I took and I took two cases of Arizona wine with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they thought the Arizona wine was fantastic cool. uh, and and far superior than what they thought American wine tasted like. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so,
1: that's
3: a good story. Yeah. Gosh, this is amazing. And I will say, the younger people that I shared wine with, I did take, uh, I took uh, Michael Pierce's Graciano and Morve And uh, I had two bottles of the Graziano and we had a dinner one night Maybe there were 30 or 40 people. And I had just opened the bottle of, uh, of the Bodega Pier Straciano. And uh, my wife's cousin's daughter, who's, I think, 29 years old, came over to the table. Because she was, the whole time I was there, she was waiting until I opened the bottle. And then she'd come over <laughs> and get some. So she came over and tasted it. She took one sip of it. And she grabbed the bottle and took it over to uh, the table uh, it was like a, a picnic type the thing, uh, and she, she she took it to to her friends, and uh, and they came as a group to me later and said that that they all thought it was the best wine they had ever tasted in their life. Oh wow! So uh, you know, the Graciano has a little bit more of a I think maybe a a little bit more of a modern kind of a I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of, it's it's got forward fruit and. Uh, you know, it, it's sort of like what Zentanel has always wanted to be and never could be. Yeah, uh, it, it's just yeah. this juicy, grapey, wonderful wine. And uh, uh, and so a lot of young Montepulciano de Bruzzo is the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think they they liked the flavors and, and everything in, the, in this Graciano better mm-hmm. than their what they'd grown up drinking That's in the Montepulciano. But nice. you know, anyway. They said it was the best red wine they'd ever tasted, oh, and, they, wow. and they they made me give them the other, the second bottle I had taken. So good. they drank, they drank both bottles. <laughs> and that's
0: a good Graciano. I'm pouring my bottle because I know that the minute I drink that I will cry. I'm like oh crap, it's gone. So
3: that's... the wines I took from Tumbleweed were the uh, Tempranillo and the Sangiovese and the. Uh, Uh, rosé and uh, of course all all three of those wines people just went crazy over And it's really interesting because you know in Abruzzo, well in every region in Italy people just drink their own wines they don't don't drink wine even from the next region over Hmm. and so they were not familiar with any of the grape varietals or anything oh wow Uh, I mean they grew up drinking wine but they don't know they don't know Spanish varietals. They don't. They don't know varietals from other places in Italy. Um, so it's kind of fun to share the wines with them. I'm not. They of course know Sangiovese because they do grow Sangiovese uh, around peripherally in uh, Abruzzo, but in Marche, it's a traditional grape. And then of course in Tuscany, Tes- which is all the do you know that. But.
6: It's a shame, but it's kind of cool at the same time. It's like, yeah. well, you don't taste anyone else's wine, but you're totally, like, the local, like, I just drink all my wine. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay, well, the cool thing in Abruzzo is that uh,
3: um, a lot of young winemakers have really improved the quality of wine. And not by trying to make it more modern, but by really going back to the roots and, and just cutting down on uh, on yields in the vineyard, and uh, and uh, using maybe some more some better more consistent winemaking techniques. Uh, I mean, I, I've seen a big change in the, in the 15 or 16 years we've been going there. The wines are uh, far superior on average than they were 16 years ago. So, which is weird in, in one of the oldest wine areas of the world
1: i feel like that's happening across the board it's like it's a good time to be drinking wine yeah it really yeah. is yeah.
5: <clears throat> so so let's get back to this guy mm-hmm. who,
4: you know,
5: <laughs> good
1: job now we know who the steer of the ship it, is it's right it's there Yeah. You know,
5: well, really cool. we kind of all <laughs> our, our you know our, our okay. on the, our, on the but what about you know, what about the
0: taste? I mean, really
2: the taste. high acidity yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I think no, I think this wine could
3: have could have lasted another twenty years this that. like That's
2: the great thing about Nebbiolo is that the balance of tannin and acid, it's like yeah. one of the few a lot lot that are of like a little bit intense though. Yeah, but, like, yeah, not a lot,
5: but I'm getting some on of this. Yeah. So for for those that know me
0: really well, speaking of the long-term inchability of Nebbiolo, my two bottles that I have aging for if I ever pay off my student loans. Uh, or the Apocalypse, whichever comes first. Uh, They're both Barolos. Uh, One's a 2008, the other is a 2006. Or uh, maybe one's a 2009. I'd have to look again. But the point is that that Nebbiolo can age for nigh on forever. Um, And the fact that this one still has such vibrant acidity and such vibrant tannins for something that's over, what, over 20 years. Yeah, pushing 30. 30. Pushing 30. yeah Pushing 30 years. You know, this is
4: vibrant. This can
5: this can go another couple. Yeah, another 10 years. At it's least, if not
1: more. It's definitely gonna outlast the men, the memory of Murphy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten
0: about that show until you mentioned it. <laughs> it's <been>. You know,
1: <laughs> is, is really? that what you watch this Harvest? No, we watched Heart <laughs> to Heart. Oh, so, you tell me which that. is 7980 yeah
3: from, so. so back to talking about this wine I this is a wine that would take me hours to drink because I, I can't get past the uh, uh, the nose is so fantastic
1: it is I, know. Mm-hmm. But it's I, I just keep, yeah I just keep sitting here and swirling it and smelling it yeah I don't think you do that with a lot of wine no, I don't do though. no no, no. Just
3: some
5: it. I just go you just gotta have
1: it
3: the aromas on this. it's got flowers floor. in the nose and uh definitely has uh uh
2: tar and pitch the and tar yeah, yeah. And and then, and yeah it's got that classic it's nebula that, that, that
5: wood, that you
2: know uh, it's, it's like a pitchy wood it's i'm sure this stuff is extended macerated so it's got to be in contact with the skins for more than a month. It would have to be because it's yeah. got that cool anise yeah, thing. Yeah, anise It just goes into like almost a it's like a pitchy anise and pitch and eucalyptus. and. So would you
1: say it's a little pitchy though? <laughs> is it that? is,
2: Randy.
3: <laughs> I see Joe's got a friend over there. Yeah. So which should It looks good more on like worth, uh, <laughs> Well, you know, I have a two thousand well, I have a whole bunch of uh Barolo, but I have a 2004 Barolo that might be wonderful to have after this one. What what
2: would you think of this? (laughs) This is pretty damn impressive.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm super impressed. The guy that is super hyped, and and sometimes you
2: want to be like, all
1: right, okay. But in this case, this guy I
0: want to definitely lose the hype for sure. I'm
1: curious. It's Paso next, and that's that little squat bottle from the region I can open. Do you want me to open
3: one more Barolo?
1: Would you? Are,
3: no one would object. No right? one would <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I have uh, uh, a two thousand Barolo from a small producer. In fact, it's a, a, a one of the small vineyards' uh, import wines that, <clears throat> that I think is just really yummy. That might be kind of fun because it's fifteen years younger than this one. Yeah, so, I, I, I think uh, that that's a, a good fair comparison. Yeah. Um, what? would I mean. No, we're you're not. You
0: were to against that. None of oh, us okay, are going to okay, complain. Okay, yeah,
5: no, this crowd can see no we don't want to. please uh, um, do The listeners a a might, but that's the their, the answer answer? their no. problem. No. <laughs> the
0: listeners might, but the listeners who actually like Neville are going to be like, yes,
1: drink more. Oh, you know, five or six of them. You edit this, <clears> right? Some of it. So they're not going to have to wait for him to go get the bottle. Well, no, but we can also chat in the meantime. Unless you say
2: something particularly poignant. Well, it's <laughs>
1: like the tears
2: of side so like, children. Dazzle me. So we have the...
0: says like uh, that
5: old town is dangerous. So we've got...
0: Uh, so we had 1989. And this is 2004, you said.
3: Yeah, this was 2004. This from from uh, Eugenio Volcano. And uh, it's called Lu, L U. Thank you. Now I just opened this, so it hasn't had time for the nose to awaken. Right. Um uh, <clears throat> really
1: fruitier.
3: So much fruitier. Yeah, it does have a lot more fruit. Well it's fifteen years younger, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what we're smelling. Yeah. So
0: I was, you know, much fruitier when I was younger too. Yeah, yeah. Probably,
2: I don't know. Wow. It as it opens. Yeah. yeah, like the foodstone
0: gummy vitamins, in a good way.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel there's also a definite anise there too. Oh yeah. Addis and Cassis All and the
1: things we just saw. And a lot, that ex- yeah, a lot, a lot of that is just a different. and
2: a lot of that is extended maceration. maceration yeah, That's which so one? Good. It's just one? like a varietal that was made for that, especially when you're trying do. to get
3: color. Here's the bottle. I actually kind of like that label. I think it's pretty. Okay, cool. nice. Very small winery. I think. Uh, um,
1: that's really pretty. I,
3: I believe that uh, the deal for uh, small vineyards imports mm. is that uh, they don't import anything from wineries that produce more than 10,000 cases.
5: Nice. So this is a 2004? 2004, oh, 2004. 2004. Yeah. Uh, it has like a whole whole of, long You yeah, know, yeah. yeah. a lot of the same aromas, but there was something else that hit me up front. I think it was a it's brighter. Yeah. brighter. Yeah. Much. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, it's the fifteen years brighter, I think. That like that? Yeah. Yeah. That is the first. Nebbiolo ages in pretty interesting. It's, a, it's still got a beautiful nose.
2: Oh yeah.
3: Romeo, quiet. Did he is there an orange ball in inside you?
2: Oh no, he had it for a he minute got it in his and it disappeared. Mouth. Well,
3: but he thinks someone has it, that's why he's <laughs> talking, because he wants us to throw it to him. I don't know Let's where see it went,
5: Well, go get it, Romeo. We, we don't know where it is, Romeo.
3: Where's your ball? <laughs> he drops it and it rolls under the, you know, it rolls under stuff and he, You have to call for he, it? Yeah.
1: Have to, have to it Where's up. your ball? I,
3: I can't reach it. Where is
2: it? Where's your ball? You have to go get it. And then we all can have a real gamey side, and this has a slightly more like, animal y kind of. like I sometimes like that. And I like that about my bedroom, but it's got mm-hmm. these kind of, of animals. Yeah,
0: it does feel like wilder. Than, like, uh, you know, it's like the, the previous Gorilla. You know, ditch the wild, geniastic ways of its, you know, mid twenties, and settled down for a high figure desk job, and travels the world today, it's still, kind of like uh, uh, picking up chicks and bars.
3: It's it's shocking, how huh? Romeo, you be quiet. Sorry. Actually, so the tannins on this
5: are more pronounced. Oh, definitely. Where's your ball? Uh, the, the
3: finish t- is t- the finish is shorter on. Huh? It
5: is. I'm um. <clears throat> not getting as much of much.
3: Oh, but it no. might be good. sorry.
2: <laughs> Aha This says fourteen percent alcohol.
3: I haven't seen that bottle yet. That's not the ball he wanted. Oh, it also a little, little more, more heat to it, for sure. <coughs> uh,
0: Eugenio Abocino, the small family winery, uh, cultivates five hectares of vineyard on the Mora, and the hills in the heart of Long Thanks to Eugenia and his wife, Cinesia, Eugenia, rather, and wife, Cinesia's talent and enthusiasm, <laughs> the great quality of the soil and vineyards. The wines of this winery are elegant, rich in personality, intense,
3: and surprising. So, this wine probably costs 10% of what the other one cost.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, it's more than 10% is good. Oh, no, this is a nice wine. This oh, yeah. It's a nice, really nice wine. That's beautiful. <clears throat> Thanks again for, for sharing. Well, I, I would, I, just for the record, I do want to uh, state. That it is such an honor and privilege to have Joe and Chris from Chateau Tumbleweed like, here at our house like, tonight.
1: Everyone leaves a hundred dollars. Just wait until I get leave. real drunk. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ball was right next to your left foot, Cody. Oh. Aha! That's what he wants, just throw it to him. There we go. He thought we should know, you know, that it was there. Well, I don't know what this wine cost, I you know, it probably was uh, somewhere in the $30 range. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> uh, well, do you have more of it because we opened it way too early? I do have more,
3: well, I have a lot of 1990 also, <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, I just thought that this it's, one no, was you're that,
1: absolutely right. <laughs> super important. It's the branch between what we're going to go to next. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yep. you get a whole feeling of what Nerola is. Yeah. Because all of our other ones are younger. I probably have six
3: more bottles of this particular one. Good, good, good. But I've got maybe five or six cases of, good, good. of like 2000 Barolo, Different. Oh, fantastic. Top producers. I uh, have quite a bit of... Romeo. No. If you're not quiet, I'm going to put you in the bedroom. Yeah,
6: this is a really awesome line, though. It's really dynamic, kind of in this like, young, rigid way. Yeah. But I do get that gaminess, A little spice more so than the other. Probably mm-hmm. just because it's younger, too. Yeah, I'm just
0: thinking like this sort of clove allspice
3: thing, too. But I, it, it's going to open up more with some air while we're sitting here. <laughs> and, and I think the finish will actually uh, lengthen out yeah, yeah. some, too. So here's the question then: Do we want to move on to the pasta, mm-hmm. and leave,
2: leave this in our glass to open up? The tannins are ripping on
6: this. Yeah. The tannin and
1: the acid and the alcohol are all just extremely. extremely well,
6: hot. Yeah, you know. Yeah. it really
1: feels like the true uh, reason that you ate them. Yeah. This is a really good. No, no. Component. Some people are like, this
0: wine's too young, but like this one, one, you're like, like this yeah. Shit is too young. yeah.
1: Too yeah. young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, there's a lot of really cool stuff to think. But you know how we it may on this, like slowly. Well, be too young, but it's still very
2: drinkable. Mm-hmm. it's well, not complete.
6: No, I. Yeah.
1: It's not gross by any. Means. No, we're just no.
3: talking about when it's going to be at its peak, and it's going to be a long time for
0: now. Yeah. Tempranillo <coughs> is a grape that definitely awards the patient mm-hmm.
2: and the the willing. No, it's a freaky grape. But like the stuff that I've seen, like there's it's hard to get color. The tannins are insane. And then when it's done fermenting, it's like these little Pepto Bismol tabs. Mm-hmm. They're like, the skins are so thick that the grapes are like really firm after you're done pressing them. It's, it's like pills almost. It's really huh. weird.
1: There's something about it that reminds me of cactus. Hmm. I don't know why. And it's, it's so there, weird, it,
0: you know, it's so hard to do a dark Nebbiolo in Arizona. I've seen all well, like it's, it's hard to do any dark
2: red wine in
3: Arizona.
2: Well, and I also think there's. <clears throat> Probably a clonal question. Like, what material are people working with here? Where did that stuff come from? Is it is it the same Nebbiolo that's being grown? You know, is, it, is it this? Yeah, yeah. Or is it <laughs> some weird <laughs>
0: like a rosé clone or yeah, or the Nebbiolo rosé well, grape just some ground that some you guy
3: brought pick, over? You know, I, I know a lot more about Burgundy clones, you know, a Pinot Noir than I do Nebbiolo. And uh, one of my favorite clones of Pinot Noir is Vaudensville, and Vodensville looks like rose. I mean, it's just a very light clone, right. color-wise, it's extremely aromatic, hmm. but very light in color. And so it has lost favor in America because it's, it's a German clone of, of Pinot Noir, and uh, it's fantastic. It was always my favorite it's in Oregon. too restrained and not all
2: soft. And...
3: Right. Uh, really good structure and very floral, mm-hmm. aromatic, but not a lot of color. <clears throat> and so, because of Robert Parker and, and uh, uh, you know the kind of pinot noir that he always uh, promoted, uh, Bottomsville has been switched over to uh, all the, all these other uh, Dijon clones and you know the big and Pomar, the big dark and... yeah and all the big dark colored clones. And it's a shame because I think that they're, uh, I, I think they are a lot less sophisticated and and, and clumsy by comparison. Um, and so I think Pinot in America has lost
2: a lot of uh, what it could be. And that's kind of my question with the Nebbiolo in Arizona is most of it was planted 20 years ago. You know, there's some people who have planted recent plantings, but a lot of it is a little old. It's so where did that mm-hmm. ever come mm-hmm. but, but even, even today, you planted uh,
5: it 20
2: years of here, what was that? Oh, God, Peter Lechtenbauer planted it back in the early 2000s. Um, you know, it's on Bonita Springs. Yeah. It's on- uh, Sun Sites
0: or Sand Reckoner. Drain, Drain. Yeah, well, Sand Reckoner was Peter Lechtenbauer.
2: Oh, he was, okay. He was Sweet Sunrise. Yes. He okay. Right. So it's
3: interesting, the finish is already starting to get a little longer on this
1: well not only that but if you like warm it up a tiny bit and then swirl it a lot there's like so much gingerbread in there yeah
2: it's so cool there's definitely like a vast difference in cooperage though between
1: oh god the last
2: yes wine Without and god. Wine.
3: well again yeah. you know this one i'm sure can't afford a barrels. no and it's
2: probably large food drawer you know huge right. tanks of some right. kind but so
3: you're not seeing
5: a lot of the, a lot of the a lot almost like a, there's like almost like
2: a barrel funk or a giant tank funk. That's not bad, but it's not. It's there. It's not that like really pretty. Well, I don't think it's so. When you, when but think it's I it has rep because it's
3: already. A, no, I don't think no, it's, no, no,
2: it's. It's not more not like, a, like yeah. a, It's more like a. Just a barrel funk, you know. Like, like so when you, so when you say barrel like funk, like, like, what is? What do you mean by that? Ten or twelve year
1: barrels leave this kind Or just
2: a barrel that. You know, it's been used a ton, or well, like
1: it's not, it's not brand new. It's like
2: it's not, when you wear a shoe, you've
1: been wearing for ten years. It's not
2: washed it's amazingly. Yeah. Okay.
3: it feels good. You well, I'm the guessing it's that the, I'm guessing that this place is using those uh, those large uh, wooden, huge casks. Yeah, casts. so you're not getting
5: a lot of your wine out of the oak. I mean, like like uh,
3: fifty hectoliter or uh, seventy-five hectoliter. Those big those big wooden tanks.
1: Which is why it's probably a little fruitier, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because
3: yeah. yeah. yeah, I'm not kidding. No, there's not as much of that oak spice. No. Well,
2: it's not, not like the last one. The last one. <laughs> but, on the but that's a very... That's
1: like you should okay, so we the shouldn't compare no, <laughs> it to It's interesting because all of the things that are in the first one are also in the second one, which is kind of what why you live. No, I'm
2: excited to taste Arizona stuff after because I feel like Arizona has not even come in.
1: <laughs> totally thanks for letting us come. Yeah. We would have stayed home watching MSNBC. And then you would have been <laughs> No, we
3: would have been kind of excited. But... <laughs> no, I'm <just> <laughs> teasing. I'm <laughs> teasing. So, the la- I- I've been to Piemonte twice. Well, three times, but twice where I spent time. Uh, and the first time was in 1993. And on that trip, I had lunch with uh, Angelo Gaia and uh, another lunch with Bruno uh, Jacosa dinner with uh, uh, Pio Cesare at the, uh, at the uh, uh, Pio Bofo at Pio Cesare. Um, and I mean, all these top people, because the the, the trip, it was a Shen trip. It was a Lord, Lord of Mondiality where I made it a tour trip. It was organized by a, a attorney in Los Angeles who writes about Italian wine so we were treated like absolute loyalty by everybody i mean even even guy i mean people of that stature but in some ways it wasn't nearly as educational a trip as what i would normally have you, you know i, I didn't I, I didn't go out into the wineries i, I didn't do as much uh, touring and uh, asking of questions that i normally would and so, for example, we're just guessing what kind of tanks this wine has, you know, and all that. And I don't know the answer to because I, I didn't really spend much time in, in the wineries. I did go back again uh, seven or eight years ago. <laughs> don't feel bad. Huh?
2: Don't feel bad. I haven't either. Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: no, but, but that's what I typically do. I mean, that's why I know, know so much about wine, is because every trip I take is an educational trip. And, and although I was really happy to meet all these guys and you know I mean we had a small group and it was fun to meet all these superstars honestly to me that's not the important part of going to wine country and so and, and I think Piemonte is one of the most important wine areas in the world I think it's on par with, with any place else um, and I, I don't know as much about it as I'd really like to know I've been drinking the wines a long time. I know a lot about the wine, but but I haven't spent enough time mm-hmm. uh, really getting to understand the area. So I have to remedy that part of my. The other thing I'll say about Piemonte for those of you who have not been there, which would be the rest of us. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> P- Piemonte is the only region of Italy where the, the, the food is as good as the Really? The food in Piemonte is unbelievable. Now, they don't have seafood. Makes but, sense. Abruzzo has fabulous farm products and seafood. So there's really not any other part of Italy that can compare to to Abruzzo. But Piemonte has fantastic food. And, you know, that's, that's the truffle capital of the world. That's right. Um, but the food there is just amazing. So, you know, if you go to Tuscany, I mean, if you're a super foodie, you'll be disappointed in Tuscany. Huh. Uh, Melee Romagna, out in the countryside in Romagna, Romania, uh, and, and uh, the food is just incredible. Um, you know that's where Parma and Bologna, and you know the, the prosciutto and the cheeses and all that stuff. And Piemonte, Piemonte is just incredible. Um,
5: so I was looking at the color on
3: this. It, this,
5: it, this is way lighter than when you go up against when you put it up against something white. Than the Gaia. I mean, it's, it's just overall. The it, <coughs>
3: it's not lighter colored, but it's it looks thinner. Yeah. Yes. It's not it's as concentrated. It's concentrated. The yeah. Yes. Well, it's probably a different clone. I, I would I would guess it's a completely different clone of Nebbiola. Oh yeah. We can See
0: that? Can
3: see that. Yeah.
0: Or maybe just less of an extended maceration than yeah. the other as well. As Mm-hmm. Could be possible.
1: There's lots of years. There's
2: do they, do they use been? anything to ink up the color in this stuff? I don't think so. As far as I'm aware, no.
6: Like enzymes? No,
2: I'm like another varietal Oh, yeah, yeah. Just 5% okay. of this? Are. No, I think uh, they're really strict on that. There, well, not only
3: that, but most of the producers in uh, Piemonte, I think, are extreme purists. And uh, the people in Piemonte are not into color. As I said, most of them want to drink the wines when it's when it's brick-colored, anyway. Color's kind of like a stupid. Way yeah, right. it is. So, but, but it's just my general feeling that the people in Piemonte did not judge their wine by the darkness of
2: it. Ooh. All right. You almost like remove paint, but that. It's almost it's a little chewy, isn't it's it? Tan. Oh, yeah, yeah, really it's tannic. Yeah. I'm serious tannin.
0: Gamey, chewy tannins.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, definitely can overwhelm your palate if you. Well, I I'm, I'm like going to stop chap, drinking this wine because it's getting my mouth like this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I I've actually opened uh, three or four bottles of this in the last year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop opening it. I yeah, think no, I'm going to really. put a little sign on yeah, it. Yeah, play Maybe yeah. open
2: a bottle in another five years or
3: yeah. something. It's nice stuff. It's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much for opening okay. it. I bet you tomorrow that will taste amazing. Hopefully, you keep
1: yourself a bit. Yeah, maybe. It
2: proud. <laughs> no way. It's <laughs> <That's> true. Ask <laughs> yourself no, sure sure. so <laughs> like, like, You maybe Dean
3: could take some to Paula for tomorrow. I'm not going to go that. I don't
1: think. I'll be going. Bring on yeah. go. Yeah. Crazy. What are you guys do? We're CSW study group.
0: So uh, tomorrow is Italy. Oh cool. Uh, I'm going to be bringing uh, a white. and I can't remember the varietal, but it's a weird. I think I want to say it's pecorino. And then I'm also being... Pecorino, where'd up. you get a pecorino?
3: I found it at the de Sedona. Really? Well, that's that's one of the white grapes of uh, Abruzzo. It's an ancient grape. It's called pecorino because uh, um, until about 15 years ago, the only pecorino in existence was up in the mountains, and the, the sheep loved it. The sheep were eating it. And, uh, of course, you know, that's pecorino means sheep in Italian. Huh. So, uh, uh, and... and uh, It's only been in the last 15, 16 years uh, that some of the younger winemakers uh, decided to bring it down out of the mountains and cultivate it, and now it's the hottest thing in uh, Abruzzo. So there are really three white grapes in Abruzzo that are really popular now. I mean, they're Passerina, Pecorino, and uh, Trebbiano. But I have to tell you, Trebbiano is not the end thing to drink in a in a because it's been there for you know since Roman times, and uh, for most uh, Trebbiano probably produces more fruit per vine than any grape in the world except that uh, grape from Spain. Uh, area? No, Yes. Uh, oh yeah, it is area. Yeah. yeah. And man, uh,
1: I know our dog is
3: named after Trebbiano. Yes, but Trebbiano can. Uh, I mean Trebbiano can produce. Uh, uh, 15, 20 tons an acre. It's a brandy grape, right? They just well, yeah. the shit out of it. And... Well, that's but that's why because it can produce so much fruit. Yeah. But when it's cultivated properly, uh, and the yields are down, Treviano is one of the most fantastic white wines in the world. Uh, and and uh, I th- I think all of these uh, I think Pecorino is a wonderful grape, but long term it won't stand up to Treviano.
0: I, I, I just had never seen it and it was new, so I grabbed that. And then I also I'll have a. I'll tell you if it's good. I will. Uh, and then I also have Maybe a. you uh, have to go to the tomorrow right? yeah. I also have a Vernacchia Niera it's sparkling. A what? A Vernacchia Niera? Oh, ver, Vernacchia Vernacchia, Vernacchia
3: Yeah.
0: I was sparkling one of those, and I've been searching for one of those forever.
3: Wait, didn't you give me some of that already? No. I've not You've I just been telling me about it. I've been telling you about it. Well, maybe I'll have to go have some of that too. <laughs> Nothing else comes from the wine. I've had tons of Vernaccia, but I've never had the the black
1: grape. It's changing a so lot. Mm-hmm. It's changing a lot. It is. It's deepening. Yeah. It is.
0: Nebbiolo, the deepening. Yeah, it is. Sorry.
1: It's like a horror movie. <laughs>
0: So if you that's why Abbiolo, actually, it would not be a I think
3: bad, made it bad way. Wave. So do you, do you see this little gold uh, oval on here? Yes. That's the small vineyard label. Oh. Is that what that means? Yeah, it says small vineyards on it. That's the import. But uh, all of the wines that they import, all they, they stick this little thing on it. And they, they, they have a fantastic portfolio. Nice. And it's all very small producers. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I, can't, I can't remember who has small vineyards now. I don't remember which one the distributors, but anyway, if you're someplace like uh, uh, one of the big big box uh, wine places uh, down in the valley, and
1: if you can find the sticker, you're like... yeah, because they're easy
3: to see from a distance. Yeah, 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 and sure. uh, And because those
1: places, if you're not dialed in, right, and, and all of their
3: wines are good, and uh, and they're and none of, none of them are expensive. Hmm. So he says, that "Doesn't smell good to me."
1: He hasn't been into either
3: of them yet. Are you giving me air kisses? Oh, come on. What's not? Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Yeah.
0: So, where do we want to go next, guys? Do we want to go Paso or Arizona? I think it's the
6: Paso. Uh, the Paso is 2014, and it's going to be hot, grippy. (laughs) So,
2: (laughs) where are we going going by vintage? Is that what we decided? Yeah.
3: So, So, uh, next, I think the 2008
6: i got that 2008. So, Joe, that would be nice if why don't, you, yeah, why don't that? you
3: just pour yourself yeah. a little bit more of that and just set it off on the side and I'll get you another glass. Sure. Here. I'm not going to say that. I'm, I'm do, do that, too. Yeah, why don't you all do that?
1: I, I don't
6: need to do it. I'll just share yeah. And which wine is this? This is the 2008 Clendenin Family uh, Nebbiolo. Well, my- oh, this, is, this is the Clendenin
3: wine. Yeah. Dude, so was- this, this is theoretically the same. Uh, Fruit is what he was pr- for a while. That was a joint venture with him and the guy from uh, uh, Bob
6: Lundquist. Coupe. Coupe. Yeah, yeah. The Il Los Olivos. They pull a lot of the same fruits. Yeah. Um, this is this is out from San Maria Valley, but it's from the Bienacito Vineyard, which is like total cool climate, like heavy fog. Yeah. Um, and it's a very small amount of Nebbiolo. Mostly that's Jim's liking and food pairing style, um, Jim Clemmen. But it's just, man, his, his Nebbiolo and working for him. I was like, OK, cool. I get Pinot. And I'm totally burned out on Pinot after a while living in that area. But you start reaching into like, cool climate Nebbiolo. And it's just magical from that area. And I've had some Nebbiolo from different parts of California. and. Uh, this is just pretty spectacular.
3: Yeah, I hope this one is. Yeah, I've right. got some really good stuff. But. Well, that area is my favorite area of California. Did
2: you some? is probably the hardest grape to fudge, too, if you don't
3: yeah. If you do it you're hard. doing yeah, with
1: it. You know, it's,
2: you, it's obvious.
1: For some reason, it's funny because it's like... It's super hard to grow, and it's super hard to make one. It's hard to work with. For sure. It's and it's refreshing. also fun to go from Italy to America really fast. It kind of reminded me of, like, so mm-hmm. does it in the muppets movie when they like drive across the ocean but that's what i <laughs> thought of right when i put my nose to it I was oh like, yeah oh, no, like, like, i gotta drive 100%. across the ocean really fast yeah, yeah it has a completely
3: different feel but then there's oh, there it is in there but you have. i mean to there's some of that stuff definitely in there like oh, the, the anise it's totally mm-hmm. in there, and, yeah, and the rose right and the, the tar but what's the, what's the alcohol in this did you know uh 13.5 13.5 okay
6: you know it's interesting that the other i mean it could just be the way but his earlier vintage that I've had to like 2010. Are your clothes in the yeah. uh, Have that more like briar tariness. This actually totally does It almost tastes yeah, like it's like it's coffee. coffee, like or smells like coffee. And well, it with it this like this has toasty a toasty oak.
0: Also very earthy, like mushrooms and earth and truffles
3: and. It's not so. It doesn't have the flowers in the nose like I'm this. just
1: trying to like I, I. feel like it has to open a little bit, and I have to get Maybe, maybe to
3: some of this will blow off. There's
2: something sharp in there. Something sharp. It's like a
6: s- yeah. like a sulfite. Sulfite. Yes. Yeah. Sulfite. Not not sulfite
2: with a D, but sulfite <laughs> with a T. T. Yeah.
6: Right. right. He's, I mean, a little messy. Sticky. A, yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's a fan of like more. Like earthier types, you mean, he lets everything sit on Lees for way too long just to like soak it in. Uh, I don't know if he's totally always that way with Nebbiolo, I just know his Pinot program is all about that, mm-hmm. like Burgundian style. The Lees Funk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope it comes out. That would Lees. be a good name for a band. <laughs> yeah. The Lees Funk. The Funky Lees.
0: Or the Funky Lees. <laughs> Great thing, uh, a wine themed punk band, of course. Or funk band, rather. You know what
2: a skin contact regime is? It doesn't seem like it's as much skin cut, co- like, no. you there's a character of extended maceration, and I don't get that same kind of hand. It's also so definitely it's much lighter in similar. color. Yeah, yeah,
1: I can never figure out exactly how to say it properly, but there's like a cream to the extended macer- maceration that.
2: It's, there's a little bit in there, but it's just uh, not it's, as
1: yeah, pronounced. Yeah. Ooh. The palette is really cool. It's really interesting. I, I like it. I'm really glad they're different on the palette that I got from the aromas. The palette is more
0: like the other two, but the nose is definitely very different.
6: Not, yeah, I, I don't find either
3: one to be much like the other two.
6: Yeah, there's the tans I mean this is super lightweight yeah. in that manner.
3: It's Good. it's I, I find the palate to be much smoother. The tannins
2: aren't as like grippy. Yeah. You know, it definitely Enamel, tearing.
3: they
1: much more a little crappy pinch in the mouth. you a little green too. Yeah, I would say green seems right. Like it was yes. maybe a little bit underripe or something. Mm-hmm. I don't really
2: think like some more time. How, how long has that been open?
1: Yeah, no, I agree. It's the sulfide stops It's,
6: just it's We open. just poured in cancer, but it'd been open maybe like an hour. Well, yeah, I feel like um, I feel
2: like the sulfite. It's been an, it's an, old an, old an hour and, hour and half. a half. It
6: already is bad. blowing
1: off. It's been open an hour and a half.
6: Yeah, it needs to be. It's also has been well traveled. I mean, I've moved several times. <laughs> it <laughs> it doesn't smell right. coke though. No, it does like, no. All our
2: wine is, you know, more than two years yeah. old in our house. It's all coke Yeah, I yeah. so no, We've done the same
1: thing. We have the same problem. Mm-hmm. Hi. And we have a lot of wine. If anyone wants to come over and help us. Just open 50 wines and be like, cooked, cooked, cooked. But there might be a good one in here.
0: Right? I remember Jeff gave me just like two or three cases of the stuff. He's like, I don't know what to do with this. Do you want I'm like,
5: okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my, my my wife's uncle, um, back in the early 80s, built a wine cellar in their house and then he stocked it with a whole bunch of Lafitte Rothschild, Chateau Margot, um, good things. Uh, Opus One, Mandavi, um, yeah, bunch of good stuff. Well, after he passed away, the AC unit went out in the cellar. had it in the cellar, had, oh, in the cellar awful. next to his boiler room. Oh. They dumped out 15 cases of that kind of wine. Oh, that was awful. all so bad. That's tragic. And I was, and I was like, I, 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 I had to taste it. Before, but when they did the trip of dumping it out, I'm like, I'm not going up there
1: for that. <laughs> I, I can't
5: do that. Yeah, I tried.
1: I tried to Oh, the wine is so in there. And it's really cool too. You gotta really aggravate it though. Right?
0: It's You're nice. worthless and have never amounted to anything.
1: It's right. so like coastal US. Oh wow, I oh, a difference. <laughs>
3: Yeah, almost like. Is there any get no nebbiola in like uh, yeah. Oregon or Maybe.
2: Washington? But I'm sure in Washington. I, I can't imagine I, don't there's know what I, I had not good there's from Oh, no, there, there is from
5: Washington. From Washington. What, what are you saying? No, I was asking if there's uh, any nebbiola growing in Washington and Oregon. Well, I'm sure. I, I
0: guarantee
2: there's some in Washington. I yes, I, seen seen I know of at least
0: one vineyard that I was, was producing, been. and I don't remember which one, but someone was telling me about it when they came in the tasting room. I don't know about Oregon. I'm sure there's some in Oregon, too. Oh, yeah, there's probably, probably yeah, in like southern Oregon. The, the, yeah, problem, yeah. the
3: problem with Oregon is that the best place to plant the Nebbiolo is also the best place to plant the Pinot Noir, and why would you do that? Mm-hmm. I mean, the Pinot's worth so much more money.
1: Oh, right. You should have been like, the problem with Oregon is just snobbery. So. <laughs> well, it used to be. I want to tell you, when, when I
3: first got involved with Oregon, it was exactly like, like here. Actually, it was even fewer wineries. I know. I was born and
1: raised in that When, when I, I mean, I, but I first started going to
3: work in, in the late 70s. I mean, there, were, there were only, there were less, I think, maybe five wineries there, four wineries. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, Rex Hill, that I was part of the was founded in 83, and it might have been like number nine or ten winery in the state. Yep. I mean, uh, but... Interestingly enough, people had planted vineyards. There were wonderful vineyards. Totally the opposite of here. Here, there are more wineries, uh, there's more winery demand than there is fruit. In Oregon, at the beginning, there was all this fabulous, fabulous fruit and no wineries. Huh. Uh, and so, all the early wineries, you know, had, had this... You know, have maybe 10, 15, 20 fifteen, twenty-year-old uh, vineyards to get get fruit from. It's hard for me to understand how that could happen. I mean, how do you get excited about planting grapes if you don't have local wineries? When you don't know have
5: anybody selling to for ten years, yeah. Well,
3: they must have they must have sold their fruit to California or somewhere. I, mean, I don't know where they were selling. Them. But I'm talking about Dundee Hills, you know, I mean the, the best Pinot Noir vineyards in, in America were, were already planted, you know, quite a few of them were already planted hmm. when the wineries started popping up. Well, some of some of that, that knows that... Uh, but
0: I, I I didn't like the nose all that much when I first. Did it. No, but it's burnt. Yeah. A lot of
2: them burned off. Mm-hmm. this now this cherry. You know. There's also a melony fruit that was not in the first two wines. Like, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of cherry especially too. Sort of like a cherry watermelon, really like a cherry Jolly Rancher.
3: I don't, I don't. Yeah. But generally I get I get the watermelon the, cherry. I get the watermelon.
1: But you, Palette.
3: but you know what causes. For me, I equate that with uh, carbonic maceration. The cherry? No, yeah. that, uh, that uh, Jolly Rancher uh, fruit characteristics. Hmm. You know, I mean, the, the, that kind of interface fruitiness mm-hmm. that you get for, for carbonic maceration. Yeah. Speaking of carbonic maceration, you know what's going on with the college uh, carbonic maceration? Sad yet? They're going to release sometime in November. It's still in the, they still have it in the uh, Amphora, don't they? Oh no, they put a different one in the other one. No, wine.
5: Did, they, they did the uh, Sangiovese carbonic maceration.
3: In those three Amphoras. The two. That yes, have... but the wine that's in the Amphora now is not the Sangiovese. What is in it? It's like a cab or something. They put something else in it now. Did they already bottle the Amphora? Um well, I think they had to. I mean you don't you don't age the carbonic macerate. Really well. Yeah, I was gonna say this
5: is gotta be ready for bottling. They had to yeah. bottle. But they're age, now they're aging they're something. Aging. Yeah. Oh. I wonder what they're
3: aging by I don't know.
1: You're such a nice.
5: You know, it was it was it was really fun go going, going going back at the beginning of the semester, this semester practicum going back to talk to Michael about some stuff and he's doing practical and it's like, oh, this makes stuff makes a hell of a lot more sense now. Let me, let me take the class again. Michael's like, no, that's the you. you're supposed to take this class. I'm going to get a job to do it again. Let <laughs> me take the class
3: again. First time I had an opportunity to really chat with Marnie. Have, have you talked to Marnie at all? friends. <laughs> yeah, what a sweetie. She, is. I, uh, she, she was having a great time Saturday night. And, uh, well, yeah, she pulled that one of yours, right? Yeah, yeah. She, she pulled it. I, I had donated uh, two 1990 burgundies. Oh. And uh, so Michael had gone down the list and he had, he had checked off the ones, you know, kind of the ones that were ones he'd most want. And he said, and she went and bought a $25. Uh, wine pool thing, and she got the one that he had number one on his list of get. Nice. That's a good fiancé. Yeah, yeah, had, he had, he had, <laughs> had two. I wish <laughs> I had a fiancé like that. Was, 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 was well, that because saw. I mean, those those three were so far above all the rest of the wines. Because
5: when Michael saw me open that, and he goes, oh, darn. it's what I wanted to smell like. That. Yeah. That
3: so, you know, it is so much
2: fun. It's probably like the sulfate.
3: Yeah yeah. yeah yeah but it
1: mixes with the fruit and it's kind of interesting what what's that oh it's like it, it's like uh like hot pepper yeah sulfite mixing with the fruit makes it kind of like spicy pepper yeah kind of gets like yeah yeah and with the, the green cash.
6: it's like a almost it's called capsaicin right yeah yeah know right? yeah, yeah. yeah. what it is capsaicin mm-hmm.
3: capsaicin
0: This is interesting, but I have to say this is out of the three so far, my my least. Well, I don't favorite. think we can
5: compare them.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. Oh, right he was like so
1: the judge of this setting. I love
2: it. <laughs> I think give it time because yeah.
1: Well, I, yeah. The, there are
2: still more wines to try. Oh, this is true.
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I'm not sure exactly how he meant that. I mean, you could. You could I still like it. You could great. take that to mean that the more inebriated you get, the, the you know, the, the different your. Uh, Does that mean we're going to end up on the Jerome and W.O.L.A. and go, wow, this is amazing? No, because, because that's not, not what I meant at all.
5: He <laughs> 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 was saying this will be your number three top dog yeah. Yeah, soon yeah. Yeah. No, I knew what you meant.
4: <laughs>
5: well, so I will tell you. Expected. I will tell you. This wine is
3: nothing like that '91 told you we we drank with all the Barolos and everybody thought it was a Barolo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was fantastic wine. I, I, I feel like this is more of a Barberesco. Actually, a actually, totally actually the '91. It. It's my recollection. It's fruitier, for sure. It, mm-hmm. It's my it's my recollection that the '91 that he made uh, he made like a Barolo and, it, and, and didn't release it until '95 or '96. Mm-hmm.
6: Uh, this is also an interesting bottle, too, because I I liked his other Nebbiolos, and he always made them in just normal, kind of, you know, whatever, like, they also are bottles, but... of
3: um, a Mom'sy bottle, or whatever that is?
6: Yeah, well, this, every, like, I'd always heard it called Pirate, the Pirate bottles that right. his did at one point, because he thought it was cooler, like, his kids thought it was cool. So he tossed, like, a couple vintages in these Pirate bottles, and before I left, I was like, I'm totally, like, taking a bunch with me, and I found just one Lone Ranger pirate so bottle, nice. like <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll take this. So that was my like, man, I've, I've never tasted it before. Um, it doesn't taste like his others, which is like, oh, you know, like Briar Rose. But you know up. why?
3: But I mean, that's why I said it, it's like a mom's bottle because the pirates all had cherries and oh, yeah right. and stuff. I mean, right. and that that's the kind of bottle that they used to have that stuff in
1: I still think that it probably is just as rad. and just need some time.
3: Yeah. Mmm.
6: It's
1: pretty interesting. Once it's
6: I, I think it's a very
3: interesting wine. I don't think it's ever going to be anything like the other two.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: No, uh, it's definitely own totally unique thing. It's
6: on the other side of the world. Yeah. <laughs> well, but this... This, right across the ocean, this, right? this
3: wine was not... Uh, well, first of all, for all I know, the, those other two wines were made from hundred-year-old vines. Um mm-hmm. uh, you know, very possible, or, or at least, maybe not 100-year-old, but maybe 50 or 75-year-old. Mm-hmm. In Europe, they don't usually let vines go that long. Um, you know, you know, vines really don't produce, unless they're head trained, they don't really produce past about 40 or 50 years. Mm-hmm. So anytime you see 100-year-old vines somewhere, you know that they're all head trained. Probably just bush vines. So, my wine is going to be head trained, my vines. That will be awesome. It's going to be uh, like harp or whatever.
6: They're going to be uh, cane trained. Well, you know what? Um, If you want, we could continue. If you wanted to even taste the, the Paso Nebbiolo, um, just to stick with California before we jump to uh, Arizona. Cause I think the rest are all Arizona, right? Yeah. That's okay, right? well, if you want to bring that, the. I mean, Paso. it is. It, I mean, it, I think, yeah. Well, I thought like, we were going in
0: like, order from the oldest the finish to youngest finish. Well, that
3: is what we said, but what's the difference in age between the Paso and the. Great. Right.
6: Well, this one's 14. would you bring in? I brought in oh, 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 09. Oh, 09. Is it age? It's Fuck it. Yeah,
0: Fuck
2: it, she says.
1: We're going to Jerome Winery right now. So this is Jerome
0: Winery, Jardrune Vineyard. Uh, no idea of oak treatment or anything, of course, because
3: McLaughlin is extremely secretive about this stuff. So who's Jerome Winery? John McLaughlin. Oh. Go. That's,
2: Joe? I, I, that's where I put my money.
3: Joe, do you know uh, Bill or whatever his name is that has that little winery down off of... Uh, Bill Staltery? Yep. Nope. The winery that's down the the road you take to
2: Fresket that comes yeah. out like Highway the there. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, he just, sold. Yeah, he just sold all of his equipment and down.
1: Well, he's trying to. He sent us. When, wait, yeah, yeah, we got
2: a flare right before
1: harvest. Like no, i didn't no, so so I was I was
3: there last weekend.
1: Oh, no, he's trying to. He wants to. Well, he has one thing that you
3: should go. One, and you don't need, but the wine wine center should go look at. Oh yeah. He has a, a, uh, guy, a He has a beautiful guy corker. Oh, nice. A beautiful one. But uh, he's really, but anyway, he's got a gorgeous uh, corker. And i it's the only thing the he about that. Well, he has he has uh, uh, one of those nice little uh, six bottle uh, manual bottlers, like mm-hmm. like the one they have at the wine center. He has one of those. But but how much do those cost? A few hundred dollars.
1: No, about uh, no. Thousands. Which one? No, no, no. Say
3: it again. Yes. Kind? No, no, it's the manual one where you just, you pull the lever. And... No, uh, no, I'm talking about the, the, the filler.
1: Yeah, the filler. No, like the filler. The, awesome. you oh, just the
2: awesome. one at the college? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that one's, at one's at like, college. no, that one's a couple grand, a few grand. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Well, he's it's got, it's, yeah, yeah, and it's Guy too, which Guy yeah. is like, it's Guy careful, is kind of, know, like, anyway, he's got are by the BMW. He has one
3: of those and he has a corker.
0: And, uh, and It's a shame because I thought, I feel like that area would be a good grape growing region. Maybe. So anyway, next up is the Jerome Winery. We're going in order of year. Uh, 2009. Uh, probably some sort of French oak on agent S- Some sort of French oak? Well, we don't know whether it's new or... Because uh, yeah. he's very secretive. And, you know, I understand everyone wants to keep their secrets.
5: I know nothing. Not love it. Joe. Joe puts his on the label. I said <laughs> something I have
0: <laughs> secrets. That's- trust I'm,
5: no, I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, can you <laughs> hand him the bottle? Oh, Jesus, pretty, pretty, Dean, pretty.
1: has the bottle. It's Come like, on, Dean.
0: Since, since you're I'm slacking. Me.
5: I'm slacking. <laughs> I'm losing control. Um, I know. Do you and know me. Jim,
6: for that last one, that 2008, he always used, I mean, he's, he's pretty strict with Francois barrels. The um, like yeah. yeah. um, If you're We have like,
0: strong-owned We like could you yeah, see yeah, his passion?
6: They're awesome. They so stand up. And the old. In so in what's the old next one after? <laughs> and I used to go. Over uh, and uh and that'd be the passion. After yeah, On the
3: last night, they had a big salmon feast. Then everything else is 14. They they cook the salmon on the planks, you know, and uh, it's a fantastic event. And everybody, you know, all all the winery owners, and winemakers, all of the great wines, and Clinton and I know, but we all have to drive. With a magnifying glass, you know, some like $3,000 bottle of wine, and I could hear him yelling, Where's Abel? Abel! <laughs> I said, I'm coming, Jim. I'm coming. He uh, had a lodge bullet
6: at that time. He
3: had a ponytail. He had a ponytail at that Who was that? Jim Glendon. Oh, yeah. But he always had some fantastic burgundy that, you know, I feel there's like there's
6: stuff. a little bit of VA. I don't get VA on this. I do get this like, Oh I do. Kinda... I get
3: I get I, I think it's got a little VA. But I, th- I thought the last one had a little VA too. I, th- I
6: thought the last one had like a little yeah. that skimmy tomato yeah. stuff. But I get more like a syrupy. something on like this. But yeah, there's right. a... No. No well, not problem. Yeah. It's not band aid no. or anything no, like I mean, that. A little cough
0: syrup. I am mean, not Yeah, like good cough syrup, like
2: the fancy it's shit uh, like, that has coding that actually helps your culture. There's a certain character like to this vineyard. The are, there's a certain character, character to this vineyard yeah. that Very borders well. on cough syrup. Borders on almost. There's like a green vegetal thing that comes with like this really dense fruit right after. S- a little zing
1: spice at the end, and we know it, Dragoon. No, there's a, a character, character that, is character vineyard that we know. So The white
2: fruit all has. So a layer of it.
1: But then the syrup, the, 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 the so, syrup or the lean isn't that bad. But uh, yeah. the, the flavors I mean, in
3: this, the flavors I mean, in this remind me of a, of a compote. Like
2: mm-hmm. a fruit compote. Mm-hmm. A fruit combo. Yeah, yeah, I Does, I that. Not that, so much that, like the leather and the anise. No, 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 the no, no fruit watermelon. It, right, it has cherry, a little bit of
3: prunes in, in it maybe and a little, um,
2: it's fruity. You know what I mean? I will say I get a hint of the Nebbiolo on the palate. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. There's. I mean, it's, it's definitely Nebbiolo. though. There's it's, no it's doubt that's the that grape. This Is this oh, 09? 09.
6: Actually held up, I think. And it could have been in part because of the Nebbiolo. No, I think that's 100% it. of the reason
3: is
1: so, because of that. Yeah. So
3: I have to tell you guys that uh, my mother used to make this uh, concoction that was called Swedish apple soup. <laughs> and it was, it, it was apples. Had a cinnamon stick in it. It had raisins and it had uh, prunes. And uh, I don't know what all, but it was stewed, you know. And it was called Swedish apple soup. And that's exactly what this tastes like. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> First, my I can speech. actually, yeah. I can picture all of it. <laughs> right. And uh, it's mm-hmm.
6: absolutely this way. Maybe a little fruitier than that, but um, I, I get that. Do you get, a, don't you get it? Totally There's a strong cinnamon. Sure. There's a lot yeah. of It, it tastes just
1: like Swedish. Definitely
2: and a much more plummy kind of fruit. Yeah, definitely so. Far. Yep. And
3: some. But it's also got that tar and rose and earth that's well, when you and when, when you cook when you cook raisins and plum and prunes with fresh apples and on all the acid, it brightens up the flavor So okay. it's it's not the the flavors aren't so brown like you'd think of prunes. Hmm. It tastes just like this. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> you
6: can see that? Yeah. yeah. This is a nice holiday wine. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, is, it just makes me think of the holidays. Well, here's me a me the thing, thing, actually, about
4: Nebbiolo. It's
0: funny that you mentioned that. Nebbiolo, to me, has always struck me as, like, the perfect archetypal
3: fall and winter wine. I'm well, I would, Because that. of that flavor. I, 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 find I it just makes it. me think of... I hate to tell you this, but I would I would not have guessed if I had this wine and uh, you know I wasn't sitting here in the middle of drinking all these Nebbiolas, I would never guess this one. I would say I, like Syrah.
4: I agree.
3: Either flavor-wise or aroma <laughs> or style oh, right. or anything, yeah. nothing about it okay. is, is No, niviola. I wouldn't say
1: that this is very mm-hmm. Nebbiola esque yeah. mm-hmm. But it actually is, yes. it's drinkable wine. Okay. There's nothing wrong with it.
3: Fun. Except it doesn't taste like the varietal. When
1: you get it actually into your mouth, you can have hints of Nebbiolo, and you know that it's actually that varietal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, only because you already know it. I agree. I gotta
2: say, I'm impressed by the the fact that it's mm-hmm. Yeah. Except it still tastes very fresh for me. It does. It's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That's just there aren't many the old wines in Arizona to begin with. You know. There's not a lot. Hmm. It's kind of interesting. I mean, I.
2: The spice, the spice profile is very different, but it's kind of interesting. but I like that spiciness wow. to it.
1: it. Oh God! It's oh my God! It smells. I just smell dragons so clearly right there. Oh, no, oh no, it's my obviously God. dragon. No, definitely f- does I agree. It's oh got a unique character. Can I flash back to harvest and like pulling a big piece of the vineyard out of the, <laughs> yeah. a comes out. Yeah, it's totally. <laughs> yeah, you know the other thing it
3: sort of reminds me of maybe more on the nose is overripe cherries. Yeah. yeah. You guys, are you guys familiar with pie cherries? You know the the, oh, tart, the tart cherries. Yeah, I was really Washington State. Yeah. So, of oh, the apple cup. You know, and those, and but but those, and but those cherries, the pie, I'm talking about the tart pie cherries, yeah. and those cherries are, are at their peak for like one day, and if you're lucky enough to not have the birds eat them all, uh, you get them off the off the tree and you make fabulous stuff with them. But if you leave them on the tree and the birds don't get them, that they, they start getting this uh, bird damage? No, this but this riper smell and riper flavor. This sort of reminds me of this. But that's something I'm familiar with, because Arizona. No. I don't even think anyone in the state grows cherries. Well cherries are Cherries, uh, especially the pie cherries, are very hard to grow anywhere. So even in Indiana, if you have a cherry tree in Indiana, uh, you, it's got to be covered up. It's worse than the grapes. I mean, the birds, the birds will clear it, clean an entire tree out one day. Wow. There won't be, won't be one single cherry left in the tree. What bird? Cherries? I wonder if um, you can grow cherries here. Uh, robins and uh, robins, blackbirds,
6: blackbirds. Look at son.
3: I don't know. Okay, I just, no, we we you
6: got You They need to shut the seeds out on your car. Yeah. We got mulberries. <laughs> Eat the paint off your car. I haven't seen cherries. I would imagine that's because they don't grow here, but
3: they yeah. so you know what does or grow, or grow here? We found out when we had mulberries what does grow here that, that you need to plant on your site. Is it a tree? Is it a yeah? It's a they, have a, they have a little. <laughs> they, they have a little uh, fruit that's. Uh,
1: a dingleberry? <laughs> <laughs> <It's the> dingleberry. <laughs> it's, 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 it is the most
3: tannic fruit there is. Oh. It is the dingleberry. Oh, oh it's a
2: persimmon. Persimmon. Yeah. 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 So, so I'm really bad. So <laughs> persimmons. I was trying it's not to. Your dingleberries.
1: So, so what's the difference
3: between Most people. Uh, I, uh, do you ever have real persimmons? No, I, <laughs> no, no, I have. Not those Japanese things. No, I've had the perfect. real thing. The, is, the is little this, ones.
1: Well, go go to you, I want to try strong I think it might have something to do with the wine. Like, let's change. Let's change the page.
2: I think we need to. I think we need to jump to. the We all need one. another glass of this.
3: Uh, I don't <laughs> think so. Oh. <laughs> I mean, so you chose I thought for sure that's what you were going to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me bring in uh, <laughs> the yes. Can you find? Uh, I need to go find a dump bucket. I think. Yeah, we
1: yeah, need one technically. Yeah. Just to like just to. <laughs> Just to preserve our oh. We've got uh, <laughs> the
6: 2013
0: Negado Paciencia. So this is uh, a little bit of a break with the, the others because it is a... Uh, Did you say the word caduceus? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry.
1: Joe
0: and I just have to say... Uh... <laughs> Did we? Yeah. Uh, 80% Nebbiolo, I'm supposed to 100%. Uh, and 20% Barbera. Uh, oh my God. F- huh. That's a best. Philistines. Philistines. <laughs> so, uh, I know nothing. The Barbera is uh, Yavapai County fruit. The Nebbiolo is, uh, I think, uh...
2: not see <laughs> What year is this? 13. Uh, 13.
1: So this is Billy Baker and...
2: So Barbera comes this? from Billy Baker, yeah, yeah the Neb comes from Thirteen. Um, probably Bonita would I be mean, my guess. be. yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, Billy Baker is like across the street from Merkin East and near Page Springs, that little Barbera Vineyard, or next to oh, Eric's Sam, house. Sam, I just want to say, no. yeah, no
3: red wine on the gray river. So, uh, so that's...
0: No red one on the gray mirror? Well, on no, the gray no, oh. oh, on your
2: gray matter.
5: Um, so, so is that, so that, that Sam's house? You know? The guy,
2: so I think... It used to be Billy Baker and they left, but it's basically like next door to Eric's. It's right as you're going down the road towards Cornville. Yeah, like right yeah. After the, where
1: the
5: Charles. Barbera is coming down um, the hill. It yeah. is yeah. Barbera. Yeah. That's the Barbera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Barbera. and then the Ned must come from Bonita Springs. So, um that's now Sammy Adams' so owns
2: that house.
0: So, anyway, uh, hand picked, sorted, punched, open top, com, uh, submerged, cap fermentation, modified, pulled, carbonic maceration, cask and punch aged, 18 months, new and neutral French oak. Uh, Nagal de la Paciencia is like the liquid of patience or something. I don't remember what Nagal. Spirit of patience. Spirit of patience. I mean, oh, yeah, that's right, Nagal spirit. Patience, no grape embodies the benefit of this word and virtue,
2: quite like Nebbiolo. From grower to vignore to aficionado, skip this discipline at any point along the journey, and we all miss a glimpse at divinity. There's definitely more varietal character than the last one. Yeah. I would say,
1: but there is. similar sort of Arizona thread where you can see where... You no, know, there's some high tone
2: fruit, yeah. but some of that might be the Barbera, too. Agreed. It's like, Barbera just has that red fruit.
1: It's, yeah, it is very... Hi, notice me.
3: Much like my high school, first high school girlfriend, notice me, notice me. Well, the other thing is, it's
0: like,
2: the, uh, the, <laughs> the, bar, the Barbera is a much higher <laughs> acid grape. You know you can <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure.
3: Well, Barbera is a much higher acid grape than... I mean, it's interesting. That yeah, at least the, the, the Nebbiolo doesn't doesn't do well with the heat, so.
2: But it does have better acid than many things. I'm same. getting a lot of vegetable. Oh,
3: are yeah. you? Know, yeah, like yeah, almost
5: like a, almost a green pepper. pepper oh. Okay. Is that Green is pepper that and jalapeno,
1: along yeah. with again? all the fruit. You guys are
2: getting. I'm I'm getting i see them. the like. I get more of like a green peppercorn than yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, so that's better descriptive. Bell pepper. Yeah, which so is yeah. something I noticed in some nabs is a little bit of like a green peppercorn or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it de- definitely has
3: honorable character to it. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, there it is.
2: There, what is it? The herbs. Herbs.
3: The herbs,
1: herbs are just laying there. So the laying there. herbs
3: in this vine. So at this point in, in my uh, caduceus... Uh, experience uh, i think my favorite caduceus wine i've had so far is probably the marzo and yeah, the marzo is pretty nice i think the Marzo is pretty decent. and it's, it's a that's a
2: special little vineyard there that i'm sure it struggles with frost but well they, i think they have all kinds of problems there. there it's a very special little spot for sangio especially mm-hmm. like there's a little bit of cat there but yeah they do a have always they liked they the field I think right? yeah, yeah.
3: So that's the one next to Bruce and Tamara, right? No, I'm just saying. To this 2013, so I, you know, I, I think this has some redeeming quality to
2: it. It's a, definitely more of an homage to Italy. I would yeah. say that it's tasting
1: nice, mm-hmm. and that it makes yeah. you feel good.
2: No, I get some of that Christmassy yeah, spice. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I, yeah this, this does feel more Italian than um, <laughs> I think
1: that it would be the hard.
0: other American
1: movies. It would be hard American for against Italians, but I think that it's happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow,
2: but there's a there's that interesting, like, chili cola kind of thing yeah. you don't get in the Italian stuff. Yeah. No, it's just it's so bright here. So I got the 2012 sunshine like, like on Saturday. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the Italians yeah. In
5: yeah.
3: Don't, don't have the same notes. It's no, definitely
2: 10. At least partly, too. There might be something else it's in there. It's funny because like so.
1: whenever we work with Barolo, we don't yeah, know. what stick I mean, stuff that. we've made next to European mm-hmm. models of it, and you the just feel really in it. like it's just so bright and yeah. cheery and happy here. There's but no other around I mean, it. Like, but you've you made
3: you've made a, a lot of wines. I mean, uh, I'm not even talking wine. about just us. I just mean
1: American. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. The expression of the fruit here is just happier and brighter and kind of not
6: classic and jaded. No, it's
1: it's just bright and fruity and super excited and exuberant, and it's hard not to be like, it's, it's like so happy. Did you have the Marsell Saturday night? I'm sorry.
3: Did you have the Marsell Saturday night? No.
5: Yeah. Were they corny?
3: Yeah. No, because. uh, I went to the. I went
5: everywhere where I where I don't hmm. drink from.
0: But so no, far so in
3: so yeah, no, a single wine. Yeah,
1: he, he's, he's been I'm uh,
3: yeah. I
1: got he him
0: the one that's called us on that like, one. He hasn't even sniffed the other He's got, no. got lots of... He's uh, stuck his uh, nose in now. Romeo gives him a thumbs up. So we got big cherry on this. Some herbs, um, sort of a, a sagebrush versus uh sagebrush or rosemary. Not
2: as anise as... Yeah, it's definitely not at. As anise-y. nearly as anise Um, and, but it get, does have a little bit of sage. sage. I don't Jesus. get sage at all, but
5: uh, I could see no, a little I rosemary. the rosemary. Yeah, yeah. rosemary. yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I agree with you, have a little bit of rosemary.
0: And then uh, some, a nice bit of vanilla from the oak, I think.
2: It's a little leather and like that weird like lacquery thing. That, that lacquer thing, thing, I've gotten that in all, uh, all of the American
3: uh, Nebbiolos, and I don't like it.
2: Hmm.
3: It's a character I don't like. But I think it would be really... <laughs> I think it would be really... Uh, Popular with a lot of people.
1: So <laughs> <See>, you, know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know,
3: you know what else? No, that, that's actually that, that that is the description I would give it. That's that's what I get a lacquer. Or like varnish. A la- uh, lacquer, like yeah. Tannins aren't as big uh, uh, as. This, like, no, I mean like in the like nose. They're there. Smells like lacquer. They're
5: and they're good, but they're not. It's not as heavy. Can't.
3: Well, I don't know what that is. I don't the other know if that's VA, I A. I don't know what that is. Probably. I don't think it's V A. I think, I,
2: I think there's a certain amount of extended maceration that creates that character, and it also kind of creates some of that anise and herbal character right. with extended maceration.
1: I agree, and I also think that New World versus Old World like takes it from like bright fruity, which makes it lacquery versus anise and sort of. And, I, and I,
2: but there's a character of that in Nebbiolo in general. Definitely, but and then you the add stuff some oak to it to and think it kind of stands it. out more mm.
6: and also like, I think there's something to say about where Italy's planting Nebbiolo in the sense of, of ground and like chalky soil, you and know, draining like, you know, stuff like that and, and, and you know,
3: in a, thaw, in a, in a uh, high humidity yeah,
0: much wetter mm. place yeah, yeah. so it's going to be really interesting in you hear years like, once uh, uh, yeah.
6: yeah. wait, wait, what were you saying about the soils? I was just like I I get the sense of like more like kind of chalky soil like really like well drained and I don't know if, if they're wherever people are planting Nebiolo in, in in the states if if they're actually hitting that mark that's going to be similar and that could add obviously the closest areas. thing I can think
0: of then would definitely be in the Judith Block because that's on pure uh, Martin Formation limestone dolomite.
5: Well, we got a lot of of limestone around
0: here, right? but no one's growing Nebbiolo down here right? except for uh, one of
5: the blocks. I, I,
3: I have to tell you, I would—I mean, Nebbiolo would be a close second to Pinot Noir for grapes. I would never think of Pinot Noir. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I could no, see that. No, no, uh, don't you think we just like the, like we are all
1: Americans. And <laughs> can't help it, but don't we overthink everything? fucking do. Yeah, well, that reminds me of this. Like what no, I mean, but you don't can't know. just say, well I don't really like
3: this shit without describing what it is, why it's doing and from like the it. ones you like. I
1: actually don't dislike this. Yeah. I, don't I think dislike this, this is this. I think this is Well no, I didn't mean I, it. This... I wasn't talking about, no, I was no, talking but, in general. I, was I wasn't talking like... about this line
3: when I said that. No. Yeah,
1: hmm. no, no, no. Okay. Point taken. But I do think that we over analyze shit.
0: This reminds me of a comment made by Dave Barry when he sat at, at a, basically this wine tasting competition with this French woman, and all these Americans were commenting on the, all these little things and you know nitpicking it down every single wine, every little detail, and you know Dave Barry asked the, the French woman, "Do you do this at home?" And she's like, "No, we just drink it."
1: Yeah, I mean, unless and, it's and
0: maybe we do look at wine, you know, that uh, analyze, yeah. but. In a way that maybe we shouldn't, because it's, it's not rocket science, it's booze. Um, I don't, it,
5: it, it is. I don't like this one. And I, and I think for the most part, most of us <clears throat> drink it. We don't overanalyze every single time we we, we have a glass of wine.
3: Just and we, actually, generally... Just when we
5: do goofy things like this.
3: Well, actually, what happens to me is that I generally unless i really like a wine i don't drink it and so when i go places and i find wines i really like i generally think about the wine while i'm drinking it and and think about you know the aromas or the whatever it is i like about it but i rarely think about wines i don't like yeah i mean i just move on from those because they're not worth thinking about
0: so do we want to do the Stronghold Nebbiolo next or the Passion Nebbiolo next? Is or the
5: Pawsome Nebbiolo next. Are all the next? same vintage? They're all the same vintage, all why, 2014. Why don't
1: you
0: bring them all out at once? Yeah, I don't think
5: stronghold.
1: Free Free-for-all, all.
0: Free yeah. Yeah. Pew, pew. It's
6: kind of fun. <laughs> I kind of like
0: that idea. Okay. Um, I, I kind of like the idea of going in an order because it makes it easier Have you, to edit. Why don't you oh, choose what comes you, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, yeah. So guys, guys, it's
1: your deal. Yeah. Well, let's...
0: Break up
2: the two Arizonas that we've had so far with. Uh, I'm so ready. No matter pasta. what you throw at me, I'm
1: ready. I, yeah, we are so.
2: I brought my six shooter.
0: I I have to say I, I like this better than the dragoon.
3: It feels more Italian. Well, this one tastes like Nebbiolo. Yeah. So just from that standpoint. It's,
2: it's better. It's better. It's fierce, than, I agree with you. It's you know, better executed. I'll give say. it a general no contest on that. Yeah, I would give. I would <laughs> give it a
1: better executed, but I would say that we're starting to get the feeling for like what new, new world Nebbiolo yeah. yeah. versus old world Nebbiolo is. Yeah. It's not a fair
3: contest because, it's not even as I said contest. to s- like maybe Stephen's the only person who heard me say it, uh, Nebbiolo would be a close second to grace to, to a close second to Phenomois. It's a great thing we never really plant think in, about
0: planting in Arizona. But I, but I, but I, that being said, Pinot Noir does do okay work. in Chino and Paldo and that area. Better than most, I would say, most yeah, of the rest see. of the state.
2: Okay. Leave the Pinot uh, Leave the Pinot. But you know that know, would that be I the one place
3: that, that maybe that you could get away with it's doing, it's a, a, a a a doing a Nebbiolo. But well, my thought, my is, that in general, I can't get Pinot in California. So I'm not really.
2: I mean, But I will say my impression is that Americans just don't understand Nebbiolo. I agree. I, I agree. Totally and I think would, that yeah, Nebbiolo
1: has something to do with cactus. Like what, making
2: Nebbiolo, not like we not can drink th- it just fine. All the way, yeah. But making it making actually. Nebula. We haven't
1: figured it out yet. And it no,
2: has
5: to do with the tri- thickness of the skin. So it would be interesting to understand the different clones of the ne- Nebbiola. Totally. And, and, how, and, and, how, and how what's being
4: grown here. You should
2: is, totally and get I, I don't think there's uh, yes. I don't think there's any there. understanding of
3: that. Yeah. So, Seven new tasks. You know, so, so D, it's on you. D, and, and you know, because I've been ordering all these vines, and I've been spending a lot of time with Sam Caselli, and what uh, did you talk to about that? I've been talking to him about everything, and uh, I, I've lost a lot of respect for uh, UC Davis. I got to tell you. Foundation Plant Services and stuff. I mean, they have put all of these uh, infected wines in the in the out into the into the, huh? into the marketplace. They have sold mislabeled wines uh, numerous
2: times. They named something Symphony. Great. Right.
3: You know <laughs> hey, This is a good.
1: This is a good segue. This is a good segue to the next.
6: All
5: name. names you could come
1: so up. With, right? We were pouring wine at an event in Heritage Square. <laughs> This woman said to me when she was pretty drunk, Do you remember when conundrum was good? <laughs> and I was like, Do we put a huge question mark after it and make it a t shirt? She's like, It used to be good at one point. And I was like, I don't I don't remember. She's like, You were a Okay, dude. I know everything about this. You no, say. but see you know it was awesome because it was just such Yes, weird. but but she didn't she didn't know why it's no longer good. That's she like, did, she started to explain it to me and I was What'd she like, tell you? About the grape types and...
3: No, no, it has nothing to do with it.
1: Anyway, I was trying to pour... So, so, conundrum. Conundrum
3: was a field here of grapes. Here in this glass. And what it is. is it? You're pouring. This is, uh...
5: Don't pour in that. That's here, I don't get any.
3: Oh, oh Well, them. what is
5: it? It's passion. No. no. This is passion. This is not... We're passion. So, I oh, passion. I have a skill Oh, so, so. did you pour
0: it? So how was that? It? I sure I poured it in this glass. It was crookalicious. Oh. Sorry.
1: It was what? Does everyone have some? It was fine. Here, let I me mean,
0: pour a little bit
2: more I'm on a moment. Was
1: there
4: a
0: good attendance? It was, good.
1: It was okay.
2: a good crowd. It was a yeah. wine friendly crowd. Yeah, so, yeah. Just, you know, it was uh, a good uh, With the Rotary Club, right? Mm-hmm. So, Which, so, you know, there, I'm a huge a part yeah. of Phoenix Rotary. Gave you a sale? Yeah, I can yeah. tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would, would you
3: mind? Yeah. A, actually, actually,
2: that that the Rotary if Club is a If about no, I'm. So, why don't you? So, keep it. It's not uh, your home yeah.
3: charity that you're supporting. Mm-hmm. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about the this Nebbiolo, Nebbiolo from Paso. Paso? So, this was already open, right?
6: So yes, so I uh, specifically I was like, no way, passo Nebbiolo like this is no bueno, and <laughs> um, uh, I went to this like super hip street in Silver Lake Wine Store. Oh, yeah, I know. They focus on, like, really, like, natural wines, and they're on that, like, minimal intervention movement and stuff like that, and uh, that's really big right now, especially in L.A., but... um, And I think it's cool. I think you can find some really neat natural wines, and and there's a lot of hit or miss, but this one's supposedly more in that natural wine realm. Um, It is Nebbiolo. It is from Paso. Uh, I tried some yesterday, and it, like... Punched me in the face, and so it was really hard to drink a full glass. But there's, I left a couple of glasses in here just to bring for here today. So, so it's had 24
2: hours of air? Yeah. I really oh, yeah. like the <laughs> nose a lot. Hours. It feels yeah. a lot more classic.
6: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe they nailed it. I mean, it's just like you know, like. Well, the nose is a, a whole lot
3: there, better so. than the other. Mm-hmm. It feels mm-hmm. way yeah. more yeah. like yeah. what yeah. you yeah. expect from yeah We
6: had a lot more,
5: um, like fruit characteristics out of it, but more of a dark.
2: And that leather that like leathery character that you just want to be there is it's been kind of missing from the last few wines oh, wow. but it's better yeah,
1: the snake the nebbiolo snake
0: ooh that just sounds like a euphemism that's actually total like reaching close is, to yeah. the classic I like that oh yeah I like
2: that a
1: lot. that kicks ass good mm-hmm. job
0: okay so we've found i think a american winemaker who gets it so Oh, or gets this right So but I would say that, it
3: at
1: the right time. I would say 11, yeah. hours. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I would say that variety this is much more correct than any of the other American ones we've had. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Um, Me too. I don't I don't think it's a uh, I think it's very drinkable. And uh, maybe what year is this? Fourteen. 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 So maybe this is a wine that I would appreciate in ten years. Mm. Um, I think uh, I think just opening a too young wine and leaving it open for twenty four hours makes it a lot more drinkable, but it doesn't really make it the way it would be, the way it should be with some age. Your... And uh, <laughs> I think it tastes really young and and. Uh, Kind of superficial right this minute. So, like most of the people in LA. Huh? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 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 but, Sorry, that is... But, I, but I, think, I think this would be a
6: wine that uh, if you bought it and laid it down for 10 years, it might be really nice. And shout out to Harrington, which is the, yeah. the brand, and the Pelletier Vineyard, which it's sourced from. So. Cool stuff. I actually had no... It has really young flavors in it, even though it's been yeah.
3: open like for hours.
6: Yeah, nose is great though. Yeah, yeah. still a lot of
3: super tannins. <clears throat> yeah, I think this could be a nice wine. And you know, yeah, what? tannins are really it's nice so
6: this. feels it. like it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And sometimes with uh, just like natural winemakers in general, they not just try to go like I'm not gonna add any sulfur except for a tiny bit right before bottling or something. But they also try to go more like ancient methods, and and that can kind of go with more like skin contact and extended maceration, and so. Just kind
1: of naturally would happen. Yeah,
6: yeah. Like they yeah. probably just like we're like this is a cool idea. I want to keep it true to like classic style. Of course, you know, it'll last through. <coughs> yeah, and then it drops off basically <laughs> yeah. for sure. But you, you never know. There's, there's enough acidity. Well, but this wine is a big surprise. It is. Yeah. Of
1: the, of the
3: Americans,
5: this yeah.
4: is my...
1: This
2: is the one that's... i, I mean, left you, the other two. got to say, I'm not a big supporter of Arizona Nebbiolo, so I think this is going to be an Arizona Nebbi taste. Yeah. But that's... that's, I, that's okay. not telling There you. are grapes
0: that we just can't do out here.
3: People keep trying anyway because they keep insisting on bashing their head against the wall. So, but I don't understand that. I mean, I, I spent a year researching varieties, trying to come up with the ones that I thought would would have the best expression on this site here. I don't understand people just saying, oh, I love Nebbiolo, I think I'll plant that shit, or Chardonnay, or whatever, you know, people go around America and and, uh, they've been drinking Chardonnay and Cabernet all their life, and so they decide they're gonna plant that stuff.
2: Yeah, I I think a lot of people don't go on that deep of a level, they're just... Right, They they just plant what they
3: like, and even though there's absolutely no way it's, gonna, grow good it's gonna, it's gonna produce good wine. So I'd rather plant something that nobody's ever heard of before that's gonna really do well on my site. Certico, Certico. Yeah. I'm looking really forward to that. I'm so excited for that Certico. That's that's one of my favorite whites.
6: Right. Couple more weeks and <laughs> you gotta push like that yeah. no worries. We're gonna start crushing the, we're gonna start yeah. the leaves. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, well, one really thing this is wine has so a lot of
3: vegetable so character. It's okay. You know, you know, age. the know, makes. The vines are the <laughs> toughest vines I have ever seen. I mean, they are rugged, rugged vines. And it's about the best. I've seen pictures of them in uh, on oh. Santorini, where they've got that basket. Uh, well, because you know they've got eighty mile an hour winds on on Santorini, <laughs> but we we. Did. I think I've probably had 80 mile an hour winds here since we've lived here. I mean, it, I think it's in the 60s and oh, 70s. Just after you planted, you had some. Oh, oh I mean, unbelievable. The plan. <laughs> I mean, if it was taking those uh, cast aluminum, heavy cast aluminum chairs I had on a patio out there and blowing them all the way down my driveway.
6: You know, to, to, to jump to Nebbiolo in specific, and we are talking about, you know, more U.S. and then like, can you grow it out of the desert and all that? Um, it just hit me. I mean, Baja, Mexico's really trying to make Nebbiolo their thing, and, I, and I'm just curious. They're growing Nebbiolo in Baja. Oh, yep. Totally. That's like a big deal out there. They're really trying to push Nebbiolo yeah, in that part of Mexico. Well, so here, here's what I think of
3: that. Uh, the the one grape that I can tell you is a shockingly fabulous grape in Arizona and El Dorado County, in California, is Teraltago. Mm. And uh, Teraltago is from one of the coolest growing areas in all of Italy, huh? up in the Alto Adige. I mean, it, it's from way up in the Dolomites, you know? Uh, and, uh, and it makes beautiful wine there. Yeah, I've had some. But the wine it makes here is fantastic and totally different. So we're never gonna make a Toraldigo in Arizona that even remotely <coughs> reminds you of the Toraldigo from Italy. I mean,
5: you're not gonna eat those elevations, you're not Well going no, to... but I, but I'm saying
3: that is there are some things if you have an open mind.
2: Oh, okay.
3: But I want to ski to do No, but it. if you if you have an open mind, there are some grapes that are capable of making really great wines of completely different styles. You know, I have not tasted any. Okay. But, okay. but no most most of them can't most of them. Most of them can't do that. They're not chameleons. Yeah, I
1: don't know. You know, there are some grapes that
3: are chameleons. One one grape that is, is Pinot Gris. Yep. Pinot Gris is a total chameleon. It makes completely different style wines, and it it grows almost anywhere in the world, and it makes good wine everywhere that it's grown. And it's different everywhere that it's grown. For some reason, it's just a chameleon that can adapt to all these different environments, Uh, but most grape varietals cannot do that. Pinot Noir is one, of course, that cannot do that, can't adapt, and I we're would think Arizona,
2: huh? What is type of plant? Yeah, Pinot does not belong in this no. No. We were we talk? were
1: sitting with Eric today, and he said he was thinking about planting 100 acres. It just kind of came out of his mouth, and his face was turned towards Joe, and I heard him say, "Of Pinot." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but he didn't say that oh. I just like somehow you did, just thought that was the next, room you just thought that, up. Was and and that was and I was good. like did you just say a pino and oh god pino. <laughs> and I was like that's <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> yeah because oh. <laughs> it was a bad Does mis- yeah, <laughs> <because>, oh. <laughs> mis- <laughs> mis- he really <laughs> talk about finding a hundred acres well I mean god you know we all have plans everyone has plans like, it depends on how you can execute and That's he always thing. lectures me.
5: He goes, I've taught you something. Have a nice drop grapes there, are right? you? It. What is this?
3: <laughs> this is. No, um, I, think, I, think I think
5: between everything I've talked to everybody, it's like, I don't want to work that
0: hard. You don't have to. Should I chug it? Chug it. No, no don't you're going to want to chug it. this stuff. This is the Dean, uh, Why don't you uh, introduce this? Is this Bonita Springs? This is Bonita Springs,
5: 2014. Yes. So, uh, Arizona Stronghold Nebbiola. One of the one of the few times they've bottled Nebbiola as a single varietal. Oh. And yes. they're talking about doing it from the 17 vintage um, because of the fruit that they got.
3: You know, like Some crazy. Uh, no, I didn't like there. Uh, so, it. So, uh, like yeah,
0: I, I was oh, just so just so hoping my, I thought the Paso one was really good. Yeah, the also I think is the best American Nebula we've had so far. This is a
1: lot.
2: A lot different cherry, like cola. And yeah. It's known as herbaceous.
1: It has none of that herbs or earth or depth, but it really does the same There's thing. There's near red mouth. fruit to it. Like it really, it's. The super, nose, the nose is. It's super puckery. The,
3: even the nose is a little bitter.
1: Oh, yeah, the whole thing is a little yeah. No, no, I've
3: got, I've no flowers and no spice. I almost get like a sulfur taste. Not. See, I think there are green. I get green character in the nose. Yeah, I yeah. A little bit.
1: Under. I I've, I've heard, heard that nebula is hard good. to ripen
3: out here, but
2: I think Neb just has a green.
3: Well, Nebbiolo is hard to ripen everywhere, just like Pinot Noir. I mean, really, it has a lot of the same characteristics
2: of Pinot Noir in the vineyard. Yeah, but I'm, I'm the stuff that I've seen around here is not. It's not like you're getting twenty-two bricks, you know. It, you can get it there. It just it doesn't have the color and
1: the character depth. Mm-hmm. So again,
5: do you think that, that color, color and character depth could be on the clone, or is it on the Terroir, I, or, or both? Like, no, no. Yeah.
3: Well, this is no, really
5: interesting.
1: That's when new
3: task. You tasked me with.
1: Yeah, it's you. <laughs> that's on you, man. <laughs> Report to us in the time. <laughs> so,
3: so what I would like to know, because I don't, I don't have any history of of uh, Springs uh, Nebbiolo. I would like to know if this is considered to be a good vintage of Nebbiolo from from there this was considered i'm gonna say to be, yes yes yeah, that's why sure. I, I would uh, do that's why they would uh, oh, uh, i because yes. they normally blend it I, I would uh, i would cut this all off and graft it to something else
5: so it would be interesting with the 17s like tell us it, what you're apparently
3: huh? <laughs> tell us what you don't hold back. <laughs> Well, not even,
2: that's what, how i feel about certain grapes in Arizona too well they, no. they they use it in a lot of their blends oh me too so do i
3: but why I can't I can't think of anything this would add to a blend of anything.
2: But this was planted probably more than twenty years ago and it's just it's just been there and they've worked it into their program. Like I mean I remember when this vineyard was bought and it was like well I've had it, it was purchased right at a time when they needed a lot of fruit and they just went with it. I, I don't know anything about the vineyard except that this I do know emerging, this is a,
1: an emerging I, culture. We always have to keep that in mind. I right? do know that some of the, so shard, they some some of like the best Chardonnay that. I've ever had. I've had
3: uh, Bonita Springs chard is fantastic.
2: I think there, there was some amazing Gewurztraminer on there that I can remember. I've, yeah.
3: had, uh, yeah. uh, I've had really good uh, uh Bonita Springs Cabernet. So so uh, I mean I, I think that vineyard's capable of growing some really good fruit. I'm just thinking that this is not one of the... Well, this this is also
2: a vineyard That's the question is, where does the material come from? Because this was planted 30 plus years ago, and Lord knows where the vines came from. Well, I'm just
3: saying, if this is considered to be one of the better vintages... Well, you know, but you got... You you got to
5: take it into consideration It it was 2014, and everything's changed. What I think, you know, because we've all seen... We've all seen, you know, the characteristics of the varietals. You know, every year, every vintage is, is uniquely different. Um, I think in most of them. Yeah. Uh,
3: this was fourteen vintage. This is fourteen. So, Matt so was, who made this?
5: Um, that
3: would have been Corey and, and John. John, right? Yeah, Corey Turnbull, John started yeah, well, out. they're good winemakers. Yeah. Okay. So, starting starting with the. With that fact. So
5: so I would I'm interested. Matt was saying he's Once got this wasn't
3: was Fourteen?
5: 14? 14?
1: Yeah, maybe it was.
3: it was. Probably it was their first year, right?
1: Yeah, because mm. Michael Pierce left in thirteen. Yeah, thirteen kind yeah. of so
5: yeah. So Matt Matt's mm-hmm. doing a single variety of Nebula this year. So it would be interesting to see if there if there if there's much change in the characteristics you know, over the three years, but, let's talk, but let's talk about this wine again. This wine is
3: astringent. It's astringent on the palate and on the nose, both. So uh, would you use it to like amputate, like pre-amputation, uh, post-amputation, or? Um, it. Uh, I I don't see it aging. I don't think it has any characteristics that would lead me to believe that it's going to get better. I agree with you. Um, I think this is as good as it's going as as to it gets. Oh, that poor bastard. Yeah.
1: It's a familiar uh, sort of, I mean... So you know
3: what
5: would be fun is to keep one of these for a couple of years and when the 17 comes in. Mean, may out, I give you my honest
3: opinion? No, go I, ahead. I, I wouldn't have room in my wine cellar for a bottle of this. I mean, if I'm going to age wines. Yeah. I would not even think of this. Well, you as, do age and you
1: have too much wine. I have so too much wine. To I'm saying there's yeah. not.
3: this is not something I would create a space for in my wine cellar. Well, you're stuck. You got
2: you're going to throw away your last few guys to make some room for them. <laughs> 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 oh, <he's laughs> <stuck. laughs> no, he's stuck. He's stuck. I've got,
5: I got my own little corner in his wine cellar.
1: Hopefully, I don't
0: get evicted
4: very this soon. soon. You will
1: if you've got a
0: bunch of fourteen Nebbiolos. <laughs> <you'll lose> <laughs> <way. laughs> like this people. is not, by any strict imagination, the worst wine. No, I've
3: uh, No, it's not no, it. No, no, it it still wine, even the worst wine in this uh, tasting. It's no. a nice
2: one. The the brightly true factor comes in for me, and yeah, it, it doesn't right. feel. Well I mean it's got some
0: nebula, but it's not really
4: I mean like, it feels more like a bad peanut. You know. So the reason thin, I'm the reason
3: thin. I'm being so mean critical.
5: Mean it's, great, really it's, what? It's, it's thin. It is thin. It's yeah. thin as it's it's thin. Gain some weight, man. So yeah. so, yeah. so,
0: yeah. so, yeah. so yeah. what I it tastes like a I guess what I would say.
3: I guess what I would say is I've had some really good wines. I mean wonderful wines from Video Springs. And uh, the guys from the winemakers that made this, I've had great wines from those guys. It doesn't have anything to do yeah. with it. I would that. also
2: say that if we're gonna beat up on this wine this hard, I would go back a couple. Yeah, there, I, I mean, I could beat the shit out, out, out of that a wine I just had no, Oh yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah. Like yeah. we There's we know that by one wine, and we're not, not this one. Joe, Joe, And it's because this one's a contender, and we're like, no, Joe. That, that's what I
3: was trying to explain. And and the reason I'm being so critical of this 2017 is this of is of this a winery and a vineyard that I expect more from. You know, Makes like, sense. Like I don't I I expect more from John right? Trump. I mean... I mean, you've I'm seen, seen a different... I mean, but
2: is that a
6: problem? <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? That's what, that's as right the, as, as, as that's, long as, that's, as you say it is not... I'm fine with it. Well, I'd drink this and watch an entire movie like it's, it's, just, this? It's, 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 drinkable. it's drinkable. It's it's, like it's, juicy. it's, fruity,
3: it's fruity, it's happy. It this would be a yeah. good yeah. You would need some cheese with this because the astringency yeah. or whatever it is it's needs really cheese. It's, but I can
2: understand it's not good. putting it yeah. in your yeah. cellar
3: for Buy 20 years. Right. years yeah. Or yeah. even one.
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like kombucha. Yeah, this is also, it doesn't seem like, unlike some of the other nebulas we've had tonight, does not seem like it's designed to age. No,
1: And
3: that's uh, an important thing to remember also 90% of all wines
0: that are ever made are not designed
3: to age. So one thing I'll say about this wine well two things. Number one the the nose is not really off it doesn't smell like varnish like a couple of the other ones did. Yeah, cleaner. So that, you know uh, I I don't find the nose to be super attractive but it's also not off-putting. Right. And the uh, the finished taste the taste of leaves in your mouth is really nice. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not, uh, it's not unpleasant. He
1: came back around. Everyone came back
3: cheery, around.
2: Cheery, cheery, cheery. Yeah, was this our fun. last
3: one? No. <laughs> was that no? Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> one more. There is one more.
6: This might have been the cleanest line. At, like, it's the astringency. You, yeah, you can't entire, say that. Yeah. No, I it's mean, true. I like, yeah, was
1: you, you like, have line like, that saw a yeah, right. Yeah, like that where you. Yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I meant by it. There are no infections. If oh, no, no yeah.
2: no you, you want no, it's not funky
1: barrels, it's no, not yeah, nasty too. None, of, got none to of the things it's, like it. It. It's, it's fucking clean.
2: clean. It's
0: super clean. So this one can you dump that out for I me? You, you can even, I guess, but this is one from, you know, the winery I work for. Are you kidding? We just beat up an the best thing I've ever had that day.
1: 200 points. <laughs> that's
0: right. For 200 points. That's oh. good. That's good. We start asking questions. So, 100% is Nebbiolo. Is this a rosé? No. <laughs> it is not a rosé. It is, a rose? is. Is it made from rosé grapes? <laughs> I don't fucking know it was, what clone is that, that has in Nebbiolo. Uh, <laughs> it is sourced from Dragoon. It's where we got the grapes from. Uh, I know this spent 40 days on the skins. So it was an extended maceration a little bit. Uh, I think it's about 50% new French oak. Uh, 50. 50, yes. Five zero. New French? Is this, yes. Is this like 20% our news? No. It's just that we, again, tried what, everything we could to get color out of it. And Jason's just like, yeah, we can not get the color from this. Okay.
2: And we could have blended something else in it. but he's like,
3: no, no, we're not. Does this... Is- this doesn't have some carbonic maceration, does it? Not that I'm aware of.
2: There, I mean, there could easily be a certain portion of carbonic in a lot. Like with whole cluster. I mean, yeah. Whole cluster. Cluster. Yeah, or you know, anytime you're taking a tea bin or a, you know, like. I mean, it smells like carbonic maceration. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just hard, if you're not crushing your grapes, like you could potentially have right. part, like. That's kind of what Nina. Just natural is. because I have partial carbonic maceration mm-hmm. because I don't crush all the grapes Because whole cluster,
3: or, Yeah. Or whole brick,
0: whatever. But as far as I'm aware, this was not crushed. It was because uh, it was, you yeah. know, McLaughlin fruit, so came in machine harvested as that sort of so, so it was, it was, it was
4: crushed. crushed. It was, it was crushed. yeah, it was soupy. It was <laughs> <crushing> and <laughs> crushed and crushed and harvest. <laughs> you, know, you, we, you didn't <laughs> put a de-stammer
1: through it, did you? The yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> they say, <time>. yeah. <laughs> Dude, It's not funny. We've heard of people inoculating on the way up. We're right out the way. Why not? You got the healing? We, we've
2: heard of it. It's not even a, it's it's not, even, it's not even a rumor. It's, 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 it's real. real. It's, it's, it's for real. So,
3: so I will say. so I will say. So, so so I will so say, an art, an artist has some product that they claim is just absolutely wonderful for of course. for all their products. In that way, maybe to to well, you hey, like, I, I I can't lean back here, honey.
2: We were bought so, out by there. this company, oh. and all of our products are wonderful now. Well, but they have a product that
3: is especially that is made just for transportation of grapes long distance. Huh? And uh, it actually is kind of cool. I, I, it's it's a cool idea I've never used it I have no idea how, how well it works but it does not uh, it does not uh, inhibit uh, in, induced yeast so I mean uh, when, when, when you're when you're pitching yeast it's not supposed to have any impact on that but it does it does uh, inhibit natural fermentation on the way yeah. between the vinegar and your one. Now as for for Nebbiolos, I've always thought that this one's more like
0: a Barberesco than a Barolo in terms of comparison. I'm not
2: getting any of the characteristics out of the Barolos. There's a there's a minty note. For
3: there, it's Nebbiolo, one. I can tell. I uh, mean, I, I actually like the mintiness. It's
0: got that I mint and too. a little bit of sort of anise and so you know what roses. I would say
1: that this feels like Arizona mixed with the Paso that we liked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, too, you see? yeah, the yes, very true. Is nice. I get a lot of remarks Normally, when I get, I get this kind of many actually you through Yeah, I okay, agree. So the toothpaste is a little tough. The crust is.
0: Hey, you can tear into it if you want. I was just being facetious. No,
2: right. no, no. no, no, no. I, I, Just, I, just I, because, you because you get one hint in something doesn't mean. You didn't, you didn't think you were going to scare or us, or us or off of the. You,
1: you would know yeah. if this was really. Flawed. I mean. would. Well, it's got some yeah, it really like good tannins yeah. on this. Stringency on this. No, it this seems like a
6: good. really yeah. There's more to well, it.
3: Well, I will say, I will say, if if I was tasting this blind, it's a little unfair since we've had so many wines, so you know your palate gets a little screwed up on the end of it. But uh, if if I was blindfolded and tasted this, I would think it was. Uh, rosé with a little too too much skin contact
1: hmm. i could see rosé on that i mean it's
2: it
3: it, it, it has a little more
2: tannin no, the, nose is the, the interesting thing nice. about the arizona Think stuff the has nose. been like, oh red God, it's like it's really orange orange. intense red fruit and not the same yeah. level of spice and earthiness as the italians yeah it's just For like green. this high tone red high tone fruit. red yeah. fruit yeah yeah, yeah it's like kind of cool green. but it's yeah. kind of like there's a, a whole side missing Grape, and that's always been my comment with Arizona Nebbiolo. Right, like you don't get the full expression, you don't get that yeah. earthy, herbaceous side. So, but maybe you know, if you do, if you let it sit on the skins for two months, or maybe
1: if it just goes deeper into the ground and just hangs around for another 40 years or something, I mean, or maybe uh,
3: if you've got Nebbiolo grapes from Arizona that you have to make wine with. You just figure out a way to make a different style of wine because you're never going to make.
2: Well, and it also yeah. it also yeah. makes yeah. me wonder you how, the, how, cannot, cannot how the farming practices yeah. here compare to in Italy, and you know certainly yeah. the economics are very different. Like you are right. get a hell of a lot more money in in Piedmont for a bottle of Nebbiolo than you can around here, but right. maybe maybe not. I don't know. Well, this is not a.
3: There's nothing off putting about this one. No, not at, at all. all.
2: Not at all. No, I, I kind of like the oak, the pencil shading kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
5: That's an interesting description, the pencil shading. Yeah. I've
3: never. But you're getting a little bit of that graphite like uh, bitterness on the, on the finish. Yeah. Um. So I guess. Uh, to really appreciate this wine I, I think maybe you I think this wine might be nice with a uh, breakfast of uh, scrambled eggs and bacon I'm going to love that well. I mean uh, that's kind of what I think of with this wine which, which you know I like I love rosés with eggs but uh, this I also would think of with uh, some, kind of some nice smoky bacon so I think it'd be nice with it like a really nice Walmart. or meat, even, or even a piece of ham be good with it. Yeah, I do like having cheese on with this.
6: And you know what? I don't want this to sound bad because I've used bad wine for this a lot, but this in a sangria would actually be kind of cool. Um, because adding some more fruit to punch out, but then you're getting a little depth and something kind of fun. To look like an actual
0: sangria that I would drink, in other words. Yeah, and because first, <laughs> versus
6: the last one, I mean, if it, it's too astringent, and then you're going to add like to it it's going to be even more you know like in your face and biting but this one's actually a little bit warmer and more interesting than the previous asv I, i've got to tell you i have found
3: i have found sangria to be one of the hardest things to make really well mm. i mean to find the right recipe yeah that's so true um, and you know it, it sounds like something
6: you just dump a bunch of things together and you've but got, it doesn't and it doesn't work it doesn't work at all same thing with I mean you're talking about Swedish stuff like yeah, glögg uh, yeah Ploek, yeah, totally. Ploek, yeah Ploek. oh it's so good uh, but I've tried it but I'm like oh Merlot's got to be the one nah that's what you got to find the right wine right. to, to mix it hmm.
0: and I will say I mean I may be biased in saying this uh, but I think this is probably my favorite of the Arizona Merlos we've had I I would say. Uh,
2: it captures some of the more old worldly thing than some of the others we yeah. had. Sure. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's the most interesting of, of the, the. But as far areas. as new world
0: Nebulas go, the, the Harrington is it. Uh, it blows anything that Arizona's done out of the water. The so which one? The, the Harrington.
5: Yeah, uh, the the Paso. Yeah. The yeah. I, I agree on that. Yeah, but
3: it's not fair because that one was open twenty four hours. It was open. 24 it's true. Hours.
6: <laughs> And it has nothing to do with Arizona yeah. you know, No, no, but I mean, well, that's the thing. thing. No, yeah. but I'm just saying, we're comparing... Did it become a line? When mm-hmm. one wine's mm-hmm. been open 24
3: hours, we're oh, yeah. comparing apples and oranges. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. So there could be, I mean, who knows, if we left like all like the Arizona wines wine, so open 24 hours, there right. might, might be one of those you'd really like. You know? right. I mean, I, mean, yeah. well, I guess I'll find out tomorrow morning with breakfast. But I don't think that Paso wine ever smelled like varnish. I'm not really getting that varnish in this, either. The,
4: um, I guess.
3: It's oh, yeah, let's so visit the, really the uh,
5: Nebbiolo. The first, the uh,
0: second uh, it Piemonte. Real, it got real mouth It's not the second Piemonte that I have. It is, yeah. It's that yeah. guy
1: right there. Right yeah, there.
2: yeah. Gold. Oh, well, the gold So one. let's revisit, and then we'll close it out.
1: Uh, here. Uh, there's no world like
2: the old world. we got to tab out. we got to tab it out. Do you
1: have enough?
6: Yeah.
3: What do you have there,
2: Joe? This is that second one. Oh, from, would you like to try some of that? Yeah. Did you finish yeah. off the um, Gaia? What's it to you? <laughs> <laughs> and I want a sip of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it'd be nice to see how that's oh, man. compared. Now that we've gone through all of them.
1: Is, is that is that the last of the Gaia in there? There's a reason. It's not a fad. No.
4: It's not just no, dirty. it gets more interesting yes. as
2: it no, opens. No. I'm, I'm going back to this but it's and to see. To know,
3: so my, my favorite I've ever had, wine even though I love Gaia, my favorite I've ever had is Bruno Jacosa. Oh, right. Okay. Um, Bruno Jacosa's wines are a, a little more old style than, uh, than Gaia.
2: No, it's Not no, like okay
3: no quite as, as oaky. Wow. We got a chance to start like, our own. Yeah, but my nose is so delicate. Because it's compared to that anything else, else on my eye. Well, oh, you can't even, you can't can't even compare it to anything else. Thanks,
1: by thanks. Example. Yeah. Yeah, thanks so for sharing that. Just be it. Because mm. we are. Anymore. No, just give it back to <laughs> me. <laughs> we try to, we I yeah. yeah, I'm still focused on the <laughs> nose. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. But this one's really good too. I'm sure I know.
0: That's stupid. The other thing, it just needs to be said that. Some grapes are best in their own line, and I think that's
2: gonna have to be true of Nebbiola. Well, and there are some grapes that need a little bit more understanding, and s- some are pretty easy and they're obvious and they show themselves right away. Well, and some grapes, it's like this needs a different treatment and a different approach, and I don't know what that is. And for some reason, it might take me 20 years to figure that
3: out. For some reason, yeah, people I mean, have been working on Pinot Noir around the world for a long time thats And still a, I mean I remember infancy. I remember having a, a, a fantastic bottle of uh, burgundy with my f- friend Paul Hart, who was the founder and majority owner of Rex Hill sitting in front of his fireplace one rainy winter day in Oregon and uh, he had he had gotten this bottle of wine from a charity auction and he opened it up and it was just un- fucking believable. I mean, just fantastic. And uh, I, I, I can just picture him sitting there swirling it and saying, one day we're gonna make wine like this. No, we're not. That was burgundy. I mean, it was burgundy. You're
1: just not going to. It's like Nobody so else
3: is gonna make burgundy. I mean, that's just all there is
1: to yeah, it. That's what's great about it. Why can't we do <laughs> you know, okay with that? Yeah, and right. you know, and Oregon Why do we use to anyway yeah. things? And Org- Oregon why do we just become yeah, a not home?
3: Oregon really, really set a ceiling for itself, because for a long time it was trying to be somebody else. It wasn't trying to be Oregon, and Oregon fruit is beautiful, oh, beautiful yeah, it's fruit, so rad. unique, beautiful, rad. That's we cut beautiful
1: our fruit. fruit. Tea. Right,
3: mm-hmm. and uh, no place in the world can grow Oregon. No, it's
1: fruit. Not I mean gosh. it's
3: so unique. Yeah,
1: it's its own weird thing. So, so, so the
5: thing I'm trying to understand is you're descriptive of, of a cold. Rainy, wintry day in Oregon. I mean, that could be any day in any winter.
3: It was in any day, any winter. Well, we were sitting in front of his fireplace, uh, you know, because, I mean, it's so dank and damp. Oh, I know. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, I, I, I mean, I remember that entire evening like it was yesterday. And, and it took another ten years for him to have the epiphany that, you know, what the fuck are we doing trying to make burgundy? You know, we're, we're missing out. Recon- uh, we're not recognizing what the special stuff is we have and we're not, you know, we're not really making use of it. Yeah. And, and, and so it's gonna take a while for Arizona to find that. I mean, we're growing so many varietals here. We're only so, yeah. we talking about one varietal in, varietal in Oregon that they spent many years trying to figure out. Christ, we've got 50 varietals here or it's, whatever it's the hell we, we have. How are you ever? How are you ever going to learn how to grow those things here, you know, without lots of practice yeah. and trial and error and all that kind of stuff? And that's the beautiful thing about Arizona is that we we are working on that. I, one. Yeah, I I do like. But the I fact think that, that there is.
0: are some things that you know we need to
3: know in our hearts. We're throwing all the shit against the wall to see what's going to stick. Well, yeah. yeah. And when, <laughs> you know, what makes we, the prettiest smear? When we, when, we, when, we right. when, when we did that class study of mine, when we did the. the same uh, <laughs>
6: you know, sangiovese that very are terrible. pretty
5: comparable Where? to uh when we did the my, my blind tasting for my class and we, right. when we did some of the um Sangiovese from around here and, you know, so I had
3: well some ga- some grapes definitely translate better and yeah. transport better.
0: Sangiovese
3: and I want to tell you I think that not That the, the, the tumbleweed sangiovese I would put up <laughs> uh, no, but I, I would put your Sangiovese up. Uh, I mean, uh, it's y- nice in, any Italian it. winemaker would be so proud to have that as one of their wines.
1: Yeah. Well I'm
5: gonna tell you, your Malbec. When it's you are like winemaker, yeah, yeah,
1: but I mean, there's certain fruits that are obvious even when you're well, winemaking. You you're like, oh, That's good. this is gonna work. Yeah. Anyway.
3: I'm kind of shocked about the Malbec. That might be the wine that I am most shocked about.
5: And how well it
3: came out? Yeah, because uh, in general, I don't have a good feeling about American Malbec. I haven't either. Uh, I've had a lot of Malbecs, and I keep trying to figure out why the how people are growing it because there's so much Argentine Malbec that's good, that's you know, $15 a bottle, and, and, and I just don't think about yeah, why you would want to plant those grapes. But
5: most, most of the American Malbecs I have, I've had are more, are more flat.
3: They're flat. Yeah. They're they're not they're not maybe, excited. Maybe, that, maybe that's so before next, I, I close out the next, recording? One, sure. Are we still recording? Yes, we are. It's
0: just the screen went black. Okay. Um, kind of
2: like my mind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we've come to <laughs> a definite ago. Conclusion we can say is that nobody has an nebula like the Piedmont and Arizona mm-hmm. just we're not going to do it. And that's okay. We're just babies, man.
5: I think the closest we saw was was it's
0: passive. passive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Maybe you know, Nebulo's just not going to be Arizona's grape, and that's okay, because we will have other grapes, and yeah, you we know. land with it.
3: And we're going to have grapes that we would never expect to be great here that are going to be really good, too.
4: Yeah, I want to try some Arizona
0: for to go. I still have yet to have one, so I'd be interested yeah. in that at some point. It, it's nice. But uh, just uh, face it, nobody's going to do Nebula like the Piedmont is, or is or your Barolo and little
5: Deep sky. And
2: that's just how it goes. Weird. Carlson and Deep Sky. The 15 is Carlson.
3: Okay. And the 15 is the one we're raving about, right? Yeah,
5: 16 yeah. 16 you haven't met yet. Yeah. 16 Deep Sky? Oh. Wow, Deep Sky. Thank so my one one of my one of my my class project for Thank great. you, Cody. Thank you guys.